0: free talk live hey you may take control of the airwaves here and bring up whatever's on your mind our number is 855 450 free like freedom that's 855 450 3733 we've also got the discord on air call in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm so, jump right on into one of those if you want to get on the air and sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with us. And the us tonight includes me, Ian. Aria. And Mark. Aria Demetso joining us from the call to freedom, which uh, due to some, uh, I guess, emergency family situations had to get cut short today. So, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having uh, me on. Here on this program. Of course, uh, you can join us and bring up anything you want. Mark, you had a few different interesting stories uh, tonight. I-, I didn't ask you to pick one. But you ought, to, you ought to pick one, because I,
1: I kind of liked all, red all, tide. all three of them. Red Tide. Now, now is this really something that people can relate to? If they go down to Florida, they can. I mean, how many vacations have been ruined, ruined at this point? This? Yeah. Because there's a bunch of dead fish, and your eyes burn like mustard gas. Now,
0: Aria, you're from Mississippi, but northern Mississippi, right? Right. Okay, so you did you spend much time near the coast? No. Okay, so you, you can't probably relate. Do you know what Red Tide is? No. Okay. See, I think there's a lot of people listening- Oh, no, I think that's true. Yeah, who don't know anything about this.
1: I, I think that's true, but I think they've heard in many cases. So you are you have to think about the amount of people who've gone. In the last two years, mm-hmm. Red Tide has been terrible. It's worse? In Florida. Yes. You see, that's you're, you're so out of touch with this stuff. Yeah. I don't live in Florida. Well, and you don't <laughs> go on Facebook anymore, where they complain about it constantly. Yeah. And um you know red tides become terrible like half the year it really? seems like yes it's not just the oh, so, oh, so man. what what is it it's red- a
0: stinky thing man it is just like death <laughs> The smell of rotting fish, basically, that just—I don't even know if that's accurate, but it's like the best thing that I can relate it to. That just kind of wafts in constantly, basically, during certain periods.
2: So of So you time. go to the right. beach
0: to have a nice day, and,
1: and you're so- disgusted. Oh, you don't get yeah. to the beach because you've been uh, attacked by mustard gas on the way. So I mean, it, it really—it burns the face and eyes. Mm. Um, and that's why it's called the red tide. So when I was a kid, but it's actually green water, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no red water. Yeah, there's no red water. Um, I think it's called red tide because it's red algae that blooms. Okay. Mm. But that, I could be wrong on that. Yeah. I'm not the one to, to tell you. So um, when I was a kid, every couple few years you'd have red tide for a week. And then pretty yeah. soon there's red tide week. Mm-hmm. Right? When you're a kid? Sounds uh, about just right. Just about every year there's red tide. And then red tide starts getting sort of longer and maybe there's another bloom. Uh-huh. And... Last year and the year before, I'm not going to say that it was as um, as often red tide as it wasn't, but there was extended periods of red tide mm-hmm. that made it difficult to go to the beach in certain areas. In some cases, cases you'd have to go to the other side of the the state um, just to get away from. Is this, this stuff.
0: something that only affects the Gulf Coast, or is it it's something that happens in the Atlantic as I'm well? I'm not
1: familiar; I couldn't tell you. Huh. But, um, but, but you know, it's always been a mystery. I mean, you know, there's this sort of the myths that go around and people weren't exactly sure. But you ask, what is Red Tide? And they'll say, it's an algae bloom that kills off the fish. What causes the algae bloom? We're not sure. We think it's uh, something uh, seasonal or cyclical. It says here, uh, according to the
0: Red Tide Frequently Asked Questions, that uh, this is pretty exclusive to the Gulf of Mexico.
1: Okay. And... Um, you know, I mean, okay, so it's cyclical. And might that might might it be sense.
2: all that oil that leaked out into the Gulf of nope. Mexico a few years ago nah, that we never
1: Interesting, because uh, the, the yeah the oil wouldn't wouldn't cause this to happen. Let me read, go ahead and read the articles it because does, they have now discovered what causes red tide.
0: Well, some are, some are claiming, right? I mean, I don't know what the details are, but it also says this happens in Mexico as well, so it's not just the Florida side of it. Mm-hmm. So maybe if it's maybe if you lived in the you know the Gulf side of Mississippi, maybe you would have experienced it uh, there. So
1: it's not necessarily a Tampa Bay or you know West Coast of Florida thing. During the height of the past summer's toxic algae bloom, a team of researchers from Florida Gulf Coast University took water samples from the Gulf of Mexico, the Caloosahatchee River, uh, Lake Okeechobee, and to try to identify a common source of pollution. The samples were sent to labs across the country to have their nitrogen compounds analyzed to find out what, uh, where tested nitrates originated from. Dr. William Misick, who is the leading FGCU's uh, research efforts and announced the test results during a lecture series discussion Thursday night at the Everglades Wetland Research Park in Naples. Take it to the bank. Red tide is mostly caused on our coastline by nitrate fertilizer. Now, this is what we'd been saying for years on the Gulf Coast, is that the farmers are using too many synthetic fertilizers and they're causing this stuff. And, you know, the libertarian message is is that if you put something on your property and it runs off your property and affects somebody else's property, mm-hmm. that's aggression, right?
0: It's certainly a property trespass or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, the farmers in the state of Florida who are choosing not to use organic fertilizer are causing red tide and costing business in Florida a great deal of now, money. Now, how do
0: you know? Uh, look, I'm not a scientist or whatever, but yep. how do you know? Something something smart is going to follow. How do you know
1: that uh,
0: <laughs> that these nitrites, Nitrates. nitrites are only found in the synthetic? Phosphorus. Yeah.
1: Phosphorus is a naturally occurring I, uh, phenomenon, from what I understand, you or can, chemical or whatever. That's the reason they have organic fertilizers, is to prevent stuff like this. This is what happened in the Mississippi Delta, and where they have this thing called a dead zone. Mm-hmm. The dead zone is the size of New Jersey, okay? Mm-hmm. It's huge. Nothing lives there because they've got, um, because all this fertilizer comes off of all these rivers into, mm-hmm. the into the Mississippi River and then flows down and the algae kills everything, sucks all the o- oxygen out of the water. Little fishes can't live there anymore. And we can all wring our hands and say, well, I'm not exactly sure if the organics will do quite as well as you think, but uh, you've got to do something. You've got to do it right away. The one thing that the Gulf Coast of Florida has is really great beaches, Mm -hmm. and if they're covered in dead fish with mustard gas floating in the air, they're not going to be quite as interesting to the Yankees to come down and spend their money. Florida has drug itself out of the knuckle-dragging Stone Age. The Redneck uh, Riviera is now something that people want to come to. That's that way for many decades but
0: yeah yeah well people want to go there and if it's red tide all the time then they're not going to be as attracted i mean disney world only goes so far bush gardens
1: you know yeah well um sea world bush gardens and disney world may not be very pleasant um red tide makes it in inland quite a ways is that right yeah i mean it could be certainly bush gardens maybe not uh maybe not disneyland but i mean disneyland is basically you mean the
0: scent from it blows in
1: yeah okay disneyland is basically just a uh, bombed out phosphate mine anyway Okay. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because that's what it was. They dug all the phosphate out of it, and then like uh, the land was really cheap. So, uh, um, Walt Disney uh, bought it. That's the story I always heard. And you know, this is Florida lore, as it were. Um, A, I'd heard that it was the the fertilizers, and now take it to the bank. The guy who is a science guy says, "Take it to the bank." Sure, sure. I
0: mean, but there's a lot of science guys out there, and uh, you know, has the study been duplicated? Uh, or is this just an initial study from some college students? It's really to
1: hard to get a study because nobody wants to know the answer, Ian. Mm-hmm. They, didn't, well, I mean, they have
0: never wanted to know the answer.
1: It sounds like they did pinpoint nitrate as the
2: problem, yeah. and they're pointing to what is probably the most likely source, which would be the fertilizers, the fertilizers, fertilizers long, yeah, yeah,
0: the and That's the, not, the not the exactly
2: children. a concrete connection. It's not. Well, I mean, and also I, I don't mean, again, know where the co-
1: the nitrates are coming from.
2: I mean, I'm right. not
0: a professional gardener or anything like that, but uh, you know, I remember working at the garden shop out in uh, at the big Kmart down mm-hmm. in Florida, and they have all kinds of you know bags of fertilizer, and they yep. tell you you know nitrogen's in here, probably nitrites or whatever. I don't know what the heck those are, um, but it, that's something that you need to make you know ground more fertile for planting. So, do the organics provide the nitrites? Uh, without using stuff that's I, I guess I just don't understand how this works like what aren't the the purpose of fertilizer is to make the ground more fertile aren't nitrites important for that or is that just a byproduct of making the uh, synthetic fertilizer. Would I believe, you not have the nitrates in the organic
1: fertilizer? Is what I'm asking you. I believe that if you get something like Moodoo, uh, which is you know one of those, uh, yeah, they've, is they've that cow protein. poop? Is that what you mean? What's yes, Moodoo. Okay. Yeah, Moodoo, is, uh, Moodoo <laughs> is a brand. I of, had no idea that was a brand. Yeah, I know. I know <laughs> that the nitrates are not as available as they are in the synthetics, and so they're not. They don't. Act, they don't react as quickly. Is it a nitrate? Nitrate. T-R-A-T-E Nitrate Yep.
0: All right, there's more coming up here in moments. If you want to weigh in on Red Tide, we've also got more on the way. Your calls and thoughts. Welcome. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You can dial toll-free here and take control of the airwaves. Our number is 855-450-FREE. Like Freedom, that's 855-450-3733. We've also got the Discord on-air call-in-line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. It's time that you took the time, and it doesn't take a whole lot of time, to learn the basics about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. In fact, Bitcoin.com has a great Bitcoin Academy that you can go through in a relatively short order. I think it might take maybe 10, 15 minutes. It's been a while since I've, you know looked at it in time because i don't need to go through the bitcoin academy but i have assessed it i've looked at it i've gone through it in the past and i thought it was really good i thought it was a good explanation of the basics about cryptocurrency so get started over at bitcoin.com plus you can get the latest news or engage with the community there on the bitcoin forum they can help you choose a bitcoin wallet buy bitcoin and show you where you can spend your bitcoin as well
1: oh yeah they can help you they can give you some free bitcoin so if you go to wallet.bitcoin.com you then, what's that? You're not going to get a whole Bitcoin. No, no, but you can get some free Bitcoin, <laughs> yeah. uh, free, free Bitcoin cash. You go there, uh, you use their faucet at free.bitcoin.com, and then you can spend it at store.bitcoin.com. They've, they've got a real system for you. I don't, I don't think you can actually spend the amount that they give you. Not in one go. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have to save it up. Yeah, so it's a little uh, adventure. It's like a video game where you collect stuff.
0: Yeah, check it out over at Bitcoin.com. I mean, the, the faucet's cool, but it's more of like a proof of. Here you go. Here, try this thing out. You can try it for free, basically.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, but you're not you be able go to buy anything with it back daily if you felt like it.
0: I mean, if it happened to shoot up dramatically, then maybe you could buy something with it eventually. But I don't know what the amount is they're they're giving. It out can't them. be much pennies, yeah. I would guess. Right, these faucets are used to you know typically historically have given out no more than you know a few cents worth. But check it out. <laughs> Over at bitcoin.com. All right. So we're talking about this story, Mark, that you say is a a revelation, basically. You're very excited by this news from some college. I'm not happy, to be clear. Okay. Well, you seem to be excited by the news because. Excited
1: is true. This red tide. Happy is not.
0: Red tide has been an issue that has plagued uh, the Gulf Coast, not just Florida, but apparently all around the Gulf of Mexico, according to uh, Wikipedia and other news articles about it. But you and I, Mark, we grew up on the the sun coast of Florida, and we grew up with red tide to some extent. Now, I didn't live near the ocean, so I didn't have an experience constantly about red tide. I mean, certainly I've experienced it enough to know what it is. It's something that was fairly consistent over time. Like, it was guaranteed red tide's going to happen once or twice or whatever, you know, every single year for a period of a week or two or something like that. It, that's kind of my general recollection. But, again, I haven't lived down there in a dozen years, and... Uh, yeah, I grew up there. So, uh, there's been the study done. I don't know where we're at in, in your story that you're reporting from. Mostly. And what was the source on that?
1: Covered. It was... Uh, let me give just a second here. Sorry, I wasn't uh, prepared for you to ask me that particular question. Um, WMFE.org. MFE, okay. This, I'm not familiar with that, w- that which is. which broadcast affiliate that, or you know, uh, syndicate that is. And
0: so, the statement, and uh, if there's more, please share it, but the statement so far is... These scientists from uh, some college went there. They did some testing in Lake Okeechobee. They did testing
1: river. in a river and in the Gulf of Mexico. The Hatchie River comes out on in, in uh, Fort Myers. It's and they tested river. the Gulf itself, right?
0: Yeah. And the idea is where, do, where does this algae bloom that causes – that is red tide, right? It's yep. this algae bloom. Uh, where does that come from? What starts that? And they believe that it has to do with fertilizers. Yep,
1: fertilizers, specifically coming, synthetic fertilizers, nitrates. Yep, coming out of the synthetic fertilizers,
0: and that somehow creates the algae. Basically, sure. um, okay. What are al- What's algae? I have no idea. It's plants. Okay. Yeah,
3: I'm not a science guy. I'm
4: not, man. <laughs> okay, algae. I'm, I'm
1: straight up. I'll admit to you, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, good. Algae, plants, uh, yeah. fertilizer for to make plants grow. Right. Okay. So you dump fertilizer in a place with algae, what's gonna happen to the algae? It's gonna grow. They're excellent. And if you get enough algae grow, yeah. then it sucks up all the oxygen in the water, right? And uh the fish die.
0: Okay. And that's why Is that where the smell comes from? Is from the dead fish or does the algae itself no, also generate
1: I th- a scent? I, I I don't know. I think that must be the algae. Huh. Because it, uh, you know, the waves coming in on the Gulf uh, you know, aerializes it or something, aerosolizes it. Well,
0: according to Live Science, what causes a red tide? Uh, red tides aren't just the scourge of beachgoers. They're deadly to marine life like fish, birds, and even manatees, and can have a serious impact on human health as well. Red tide occurs when the population of certain kinds of algae, known as dinoflagellates, explodes, creating what's called an algal bloom. Scientists sometimes refer to red tides as harmful algal blooms or HABs. When millions of these microscopic algae reproduce and cluster in one area of the ocean, they can actually change the color of the water. So this we weren't sure about earlier when you'd asked, uh, Aria, and neither you or I, Mark, had really ever noticed an actual red coloring to the water. But according to this, uh, it can happen. According to the CDC, a rusty shade of red is often seen, though the color may range from pink or orange to brown or yellow. There are three types of algae associated with red tides. In the Gulf of Mexico, Carina Brevia is especially prevalent along the west coast of Florida and the Texas shore. Farther north, Alexandrium Fundiens is found on the Atlantic coastline from New England into Canada. Now, the other story or the Wikipedia article said this was mostly a Florida thing, but it's saying here that, that it could happen along the Atlantic um, and then Alexandrium catenella is common throughout the Pacific, from Mexico to Alaska and along the coasts of Australia and Japan. So, turns out it's not necessarily just a Florida
1: thing. Well, uh, algae is everywhere, and uh, so are synthetic fertilizers.
0: But these are the uh, these are the ones associated with red tide specifically. A number of factors can cause an algal blo- uh, bloom to grow: low salinity, a high nutrient content in the water. That would be the nitrates, right? Yep. Um, and warmer-than-usual surface water temperatures are usually cited as contributing to a red tide's formation. The algae linked to red tides contain a toxin that affects the nervous and digestive systems of animals. Red tides are usually accompanied by a massive die-off of fish, as
1: well as the birds and other animals that feed on those fish. When you see a big fish washed up on the beach, I mean, little fish, you you see it all the time with red tide, but when you see Mm -hmm. a big fish, it's a pretty sad experience because you're like huh somebody could have caught this fish and fed their family this fish could have bred and created more fish Mm -hmm. and it's you know here it is lying on the beach dead because well we're just polluting the water um all the time and look libertarians have a very difficult time with this whole environmental issue because they never want to hold the people responsible
0: Well, how do you hold people responsible in the case uh, here? Because we're still not sure about anything, right? Like, this is just a scientific study that has been done. Maybe it wasn't even scientific. I don't know. It was science. People from a university went and they measured some stuff. And, you know, the the professor in charge says, aha. Well, I think ideally,
2: you know, we would take him to a civilian court, mm -hmm. present the case, and have a jury determine whether. Or Why not would the you want to have a jury sound. do it? I mean, look, if we're all talk-
1: because but, the well. I would trust point- the
2: judgment of twelve people more than I trust the judgment of one person. They
1: have um, at this point. That's all we've got for
0: but an arbitration. No, 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 no. But we're talking about a future where it's a libertarian future. We're talking right? about uh, so,
1: the red tide right now.
0: We're talking. No, but she's talking about in the future where it's an actual libertarian future. Wouldn't you want a professional jury or some group of people that actually knows about? I don't know science. <laughs> Uh, you don't want me sitting on a jury because I'm like, uh, what's a nitrate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not useful. Yeah, more coming up here Most in a moment. Most just want to go home. Yeah, eight fifty five, four fifty, free. Yeah, and of course, juries are uh, coerced in the current situation that we have. It's Free Talk Live.
5: Bitcoin.com is delighted to announce their latest partnership with the gift
1: card specialist at eGifter. With many of the world's leading brands on their roster, it is now easier than ever to get the gift cards of your favorite brands with Bitcoin Cash. To get started, just follow these simple steps. Visit giftcards.bitcoin.com, pick the gift card you want, follow the instructions on your screen, and make your payment using your Bitcoin Cash wallet. Sit tight and your gift card will be delivered to you as soon as it's ready. That's giftcards.bitcoin.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll free here. We're talking about controversy over science, uh, which you know I'm not a scientist, but Arya, didn't you go to school for physics or something like that?
2: I did. I majored in physics briefly.
0: Yeah, so we actually do have like a science
1: person here, Mark, and it's I don't know
2: if I would go, go that far. <laughs> well,
1: the thing about science is, Ian, it doesn't transfer necessarily particularly well to other forms of science. It's there are different. Studies. Yeah. Different fields. Yeah. There's different branches of science. Uh Uh-huh. And physicists, um, although, you know, they probably have a better way of thinking about Mm -hmm. the problem than most, um, don't necessarily aren't going to be able to answer, you know, your questions about marine biology. Well, the good thing is the internet is here
0: as well, and so we can ask it questions. Thank goodness for that. And uh, so we're learning about, I think we've already learned, you, you know, Mark, even though you and I uh, grew up in Florida, we didn't really even know that apparently some of these red tides can actually color the water red knew
1: i'd heard uh, that it was red algae um but that was yeah. about
0: it well it can be red it can be according to the story over at uh, life science.com it can be pink orange brown or even yellow so it depends on the the brand of the algae and the color you know, of the water that. too right yeah <laughs> probably that as well uh so, red and blue makes purple speaking of beautiful beaches we will be down in mexico mark you're actually going to be hitting the road to uh, do some extended traveling you're going
1: down to the miami bitcoin conference uh miami bitcoin conference i leave day after tomorrow yeah by the way uh bitcoin.com will have a booth there so you can come and check us out there Um, are you going to be hanging out at the
0: bitcoin.com booth
1: i'll be hanging out near it oh okay i don't i'll I'll probably find a place where i can do recordings a little better but i'll hang there hang out there sure and then you're going off
0: on a, a business uh, thing that you have, a meeting somewhere, and then you've got uh, the anarchapulco from February 14th through the 17th in beautiful Acapulco, Mexico. Um, and so you're going to be broadcasting your show, Edgington Post. You're going to be recording episodes from all along the, the journey, I, yep. I suspect. Uh, you'll be arriving in Acapulco Maybe early. Maybe we'll put
1: some up uh, on the podcast. It'll be great. Yep.
0: Uh, you, you'll you be arriving in Acapulco early, starting at the beginning of February. So right. you're going to be spending an extended period of time with the family down there. So you'll be, again, you'll be checking in on uh, the podcast. and Listeners will be able to find out what you're up to. Uh, but in Acapulco, the time you really want to be there is February 14th through the 17th, along with Ron Paul, Judge Andrew Napolitano, and and dozens and dozens more speakers loads of speakers we're talking multiple stages uh in Arcapulco last year 1700 people it was a sold out event this year they have uh they have rented the entire resort so
1: it wasn't the whole resort last time nope This time it is. There were a lot of confused people wandering around wondering what the heck was going on.
0: And you talked to the organizer this year. They've got a pro in, uh, you know, somebody who's done this a lot, apparently. Yep. And uh, she said there were, what, less than 500 tickets, less than 200 hotel rooms left, basically. That's right. Yeah. And that was last week. That was a week ago. And now we're one, we're exactly one month away, basically, from the start yeah uh, of this so y- if you've been putting this off maybe you couldn't you weren't sure if you could get the time off or whatever don't wait any longer go to anarchapulco.com use code ftl you'll save money on your tickets and you'll be able to attend an amazing uh you'll, yeah, you'll have a anarchist. wonderful time
1: and we'd love to see you
0: it's the only like it's the key i would say the the best certainly the biggest and in my opinion the best uh voluntarist anarchist libertarian gathering of the entire year and it's in a beautiful location. So you really can't beat this. The prices are a great deal. I mean, I would never be able to justify spending the money to go to a resort like this. But, but here, it's nice
1: to have it there. <laughs> it's actually reasonable.
0: Like in Mexico, yeah. you get a, like a five-star resort for the price of what you might pay for maybe a hotel room, two-star, three-star hotel in uh, in the United States. So it's amazing. Awesome. Anarch- com code FTL. Get on down there. All right, so uh, hopefully they, they won't be ravaged by Red Tide over in Mexico. Doesn't seem likely. Um, we're talking a little bit more about what that is, but let's go to the phones here where Bobby is actually on the line in Florida. Bobby, what uh, from what part of Florida do you hail? Okay, I live in Lakeland, Florida. It's about 35, 40 minutes away from Tampa,
6: Florida. Okay, and Are there any rednecks? It's an away from Sarasota. Where,
1: Bobby, are there any rednecks in Lakeland, Florida? Oh, <laughs> We used to play them in football. Oh, yeah. (laughs) My God, those corn-fed country boys.
6: Now, it's funny because my parents moved from uh, Detroit um uh, after the uh, 64 riots and uh, anyway so i don't have much of an accent which is weird but i grew up for 17 years in south carolina and then for the past 13 years i've been in florida so anyways um i was explaining about this whole red tide deal i called captain mike anderson he's on 970 WFLA in florida big station yes yes absolutely and so so what happened so this is what's going on with this red tide Big sugar has taken over south of Lake Okeechobee. Okay. And now what they did with Lake Okeechobee, they started diverting water from Lake Okeechobee to their big sugar farms. Okay. Which, Mark, you are correct. It is from the nitrates. Now, from the nitrates is coming from big sugar. Now, what big sugar did was they started to take the water and then infiltrate it down to their big sugar farms, which uh, a guy asked me in the uh, Discord chat, well, what about small sugar? There's no small sugar anymore. There's only big sugar. It's hard to find
1: small farmers, period. You basically have to go meet them um, at their farm and and chit-chat with them, maybe get into a CSA or something like that, Mm -hmm. but other than that, if you're getting food from a grocery store, it's very difficult to get something that's made produced by a, a small farmer. Well,
0: big likes big, and government Regulations run the little guys out of business in the first place, plus the big guys get subsidies in a lot of ways. 100
6: percent So what they done, they diverted water to big sugar. And so now since they diverted the water from Lake Okeechobee, which comes from Lake Kissimmee, which I go to Lake Kissimmee every other week to go and fish. And then uh so Lake Kissimmee is a big deal because Lake uh Kissimmee. Feeds Lake Okeechobee all of its water. So that little line you see um, in Florida going down to Lake Okeechobee—that's Lake Kissimmee, and that's what I fish on on a weekly. Uh, every two two times a month, I go down and fish. And anyways, um, uh, what has happened? They diverted water from Lake Okeechobee and Lake Kissimmee and their rivers, and now since they're getting all their water there, all the water and the nitrates are running off into the Gulf from Big Sugar and and Rick Scott, the former governor who just now turned senator, allowed Big Sugar all kinds of subsidies, all kinds of all kinds of legalizations of stuff that they can do with the waterways and this and that, which you would never be able to do before. Mm. And now all that nitrate is running into the Gulf and causing this red tide. And to the Gulf, which is it had the, these guys. I talked to a captain, Captain Mike Anderson, and he's never seen this in the thirty years he's been here. Yeah, he's never seen it as bad, and it's from the nitrates runoff from Big Sugar, which the government yes, the subsidizes that- to you know you know, fill their pocket. I'm sure politicians are involved in making money. But you're off talking of about
0: it, Okeechobee, that's down in the south part of the state, right? That's like, correct. Are you saying yes. that that's affecting the northern portions or the 100%. central portions of the up Gulf of Mexico? Sarasota,
6: up to Tampa Bay?
1: Well, um, the Caloosahatchee River comes off of Lake Okeechobee. Well, the there's the um, Okeechobee Waterway, uh-huh. which is a canal system that's drawn yeah. uh, through there. So um, the Caloosahatchee, that empties out into the Caloosahatchee. I'm not exactly mm. sure that if it comes like right at the head of it or anything, but it, it comes out into the Caloosahatchee. Then the Caloosahatchee goes out into the Gulf. If there's counterclockwise, uh, you know, Gulf rotations or whatever going on, then, yeah, you're darn right. That mm. stuff's going to head up that mm-hmm. way.
6: Yeah, and so it's all government intervention causing... Crap happening to cause Dead not just fish like you're Saying and you mentioned the manatees mm-hmm. Dolphins we've had whales wash up on shore and This is the worst that and i talked to Captains out that that go out and they do Charters and stuff mm-hmm. and they've Never seen it as bad as it has been in The past year and it was just Been so bad and it's because Big sugar and Rick Scott The senator uh, now The senator of Florida well I'm sure the goes, Government
0: can get us out of this problem that they created. Oh, right? yeah. Let's create some new government rules and programs. Hey, Bobby, thanks oh, for the call yeah. tonight, man. I appreciate hearing from you. It sounded good there on Twitch. If you want to jump, or not Twitch, on Discord, uh, he's probably watching us on Twitch because he's in the Twitch chat as well. Discord.lrn.fm is where you can join us there and you'll sound uh, great, presuming you get got a little bit of bandwidth. We're coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. You can join us here. The toll free number is 855 450 free, like freedom. There's a big ruling regarding your smartphone and what the police can do to get into it uh, without or with or without your consent. We'll tell you about that uh, on the way here. But we've been talking about the problem of red tide, and it's something that if you visited, florida or some of the other gulf coast states and according to this article at life science it does exist outside of florida yeah there was another story i said uh, looked at that suggested it was only really the gulf of mexico that yeah the gulf it, but but it's saying here it's not just, florida
1: for the united states they're saying it's not just the gulf, the gulf
0: but they're saying it's not just the gulf either they're saying it's also alaska sure. it's also mexico uh it's even from new england uh into canada according to this so, we're just kind of learning a little bit more about what red tide is because,
1: Mark, even though you and I lived there and we smelled it, we didn't know a whole, whole lot about it. Well, there wasn't Wikipedia, um, you know, what I was having to deal with yeah. red tide. And mostly, red tide wasn't the biggest problem when you and I were growing up. Mm-hmm. We grew up, sep- you know, separate times, yeah. but um, you know, it's only in the last couple few years that it's really become a huge issue. It's as, gotten worse, is what you're saying. As uh, Bobby from Florida mentioned.
0: Yeah. So uh, Bobby says he believes that it is the big uh, sugar producers in South Florida that are using these uh, synthetic uh, fertilizers, which is what brings us back to the very beginning of the hour where you had an article about some science folks from a a university who went down there and did some testing. And they determined they believe that it's the synthetic fertilizers that are causing the algae blooms that are the red tide that lead to massive fish die-offs.
1: Yeah, one thing I didn't get out of this article that I want to get out just yeah. to make sure that we're you know completely fair here: the second highest reading collected came from rainwater. So um, some some of these nitrates are just being uh, you know brought up into the atmosphere and then drop back down. Hmm. Uh,
0: Interesting. A little bit more here about the red tide, and then I want to talk about the nitrites uh, or the nitrates. And fertilizers as well, because I found some more information about that too. So we're kind of learning along with you here, as we frequently do on Free Talk Live. Feel free to weigh in. The toll free number is 855 450 free. That's 855 450 3733. And the Discord on air call in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. So they say here that a number of factors can cause algaes or the algal bloom to grow low salinity, high nutrient content in the water. And a warmer-than-usual surface water temperatures are frequently cited as contributing to the red tide's formation. They usually are accompanied by a massive die-off of fish, as well as birds and other animals. Uh, Even the larger animals that feed on the fish, shellfish, and other marine life can be killed if they consume enough of the toxin. A red tide in Florida, uh, Now, this was written in 2013, uh, back in 2013, has been blamed for a significant die-off of manatees while another red tide in 2012 may have caused a large number of squid deaths in california humans are also vulnerable to the toxic effects of a red tide wave action can release the algae's toxins into the air that's what i said i'm a genius causing respiratory problems among people near the shoreline particularly those
1: with asthma emphysema or other respiratory illnesses yeah this is the reason that you will see this problem solved no, see, because the rich people I'm not sure on the
2: aren't going to put up with this. I'm not sure it can't be solved. Other than letting nature take its course and letting some aquatic life evolve that consumes red algae, hmm. which could take quite a while. It could take quite a while, but I mean that's <laughs> that's going to have to be the ultimate
1: solution. Well, they could stop using these synthetic uh, uh, fertilizers, and that should sure would help. Something
0: changed might. in the well, last years. Well, that's what you years. think.
1: Something's changed in the last few
2: years. But, I mean, the damage also may be done by now, you know?
1: It may be one of those things that can't be reversed. Well, it's not like red tide's happening all the time. There are blooms. And is it possible that uh, you can stop the blooms? Well, if you stop one of the contributing factors, presumably you will stop the blooms. Um, I think that big sugar could, if it chose to, use organic fertilizers. Or we could just stop producing sugar in the Everglades. I mean, you can only do so much in a given... Uh, geographic area without having oh. the cause and effect happen. Well, you. Well, guys everything have to is
2: up in the ocean anyway. I mean, it doesn't matter where we farm it at. It's It's true. It's going to end up in the ocean. Nutrients end up in the ocean.
0: Yeah, I mean, the big sugar producers aren't just going to sell their crops and sell their land just because Mark thinks, we ought to do this. We ought to move all the sugar down to wherever. Just not here. And they're just, that's not going
1: to happen. Okay. So it's not Mark, because I don't have any property. Like, here, here's a message to all y'all in Siesta Key. Screw you and your Red Tide. Okay? (laughs) Ha, (laughs) ha, (laughs) ha, ha, ha. All right? So now... Right now, I've got some mad people on Siesta Key. And they're Jerry big, Springer. These people have money. No, he's on Bird Key. He's suffering just yeah. as much on Bird <laughs> Key. Isn't there the basis for ACDC on Bird Key, too? No, no Brian Johnson, the singer for, uh, for okay. ACDC. Yeah. Um, how many other rock stars that you can think of are in that area? I don't, I don't know. know. I used Allman to know the Brothers made are on, of Brian um, Johnson's house, though. Weren't the Allman Brothers on Longboat? Um I don't know. So this gives you some idea of the money that's sitting there on Longboat Key, There's Lido a lot Key, of money out there. Bird yeah. Key, Siesta Key, casey key i can get, i can keep going folks. And it would
0: be amusing to see some of them have their housing values plummet and have to sell them off and people get some really sweet uh, except for when the red tide happens yeah. well uh, they're not going to do property that. For they've got pennies time on the dollar.
1: and they're going to uh you know they're going to move inland or someplace else for a little while let uh, let everything air out mm-hmm. till the winter time then they come down and enjoy the nice winters in florida red tide and doesn't happen during the winter generally not and then that's when the law and the lawsuits start. The lawyers are getting rung up as we speak right now, and hmm. you're going to find that big sugar is not going to be able to fight big tourist. You think so? Big tourist really is the big
0: one in Florida. Well, the toxins can accumulate in shellfish, uh, and because of that, red tides often cause outbreaks of parasitic shellfish poisoning (PSP) and amnesic. Uh, shellfish poisoning ASP both illnesses affect the nervous system (laughs) Uh, never heard of amnesia well what do you think what is amnesia I got it well what is it it's when you can't remember things ASP can cause dizziness and disorientation and in extreme cases PSP can cause respiratory paralysis resulting in death by asphyxiation this can happen in humans from
2: eating animals affected by the red algae
0: uh is is that I what guess what they're saying? It, it, yeah, I, you probably don't want to eat the shellfish that's uh, been red-tided. <laughs> it's
1: marinated and <in> red-tided.
0: <laughs> red tides occur worldwide and uh, so there it goes, not just Florida, worldwide and some reports indicate their occurrences on the rise according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, the phenomenon oh now takes place almost every summer along Florida's Gulf Coast, for example. Didn't used to. global warming may be contributing to the increase, they say. Researchers at NOAA use computer models to determine how warming ocean temperatures might change the timing and frequency of the algal blooms associated with red tides, which would explain why it's not happening as much during the winter. Right. Not that it cools off that much, but maybe it's enough to where it's not it's enough, yeah. You know, happening. Yeah. Uh, Quote, we found that not only will the risk for toxic blooms increase with the present day bloom season, which is typically between July and October, but the bloom season itself will also expand, said Stephanie Moore from the NOAA. Now, with that, let's go and talk about organic fertilizer, because, Mark, you had suggested that the nitrates or the science nitrates, nitrates, uh, the sciencey folks who did this test said, this is the problem. It's these synthetic fertilizers. Well, they said there was the nitrates. Which you have said comes from the synthetic fertilizers. That's what I've said. And I asked the question of, well, don't you need these nitrates to you know, healthy up the soil? Isn't that the whole point of the fertilizer, to have you know, different nutrients that are added in? So wouldn't these also appear in the organic fertilizers as well? Here's an article from GardenMyths.com titled, What is Organic Fertilizer? by Robert Pavlis. He says, if you read a number of websites, especially uh, organic gardening ones, you will quickly realize there are two basic kinds of fertilizer. There's the synthetic fertilizer, which you buy in bags. This fertilizer is clearly bad. Then there's the good stuff, organic fertilizer. And this has been your narrative tonight so far. What is the real difference between organic fertilizer and synthetic fertilizer? Is there a difference? The answer may surprise you. Wikipedia defines fertilizer as any organic or inorganic material of natural or synthetic origin uh, other than liming material that is added to a soil to supply one or more plant nutrients essential to the growth of plants. From a gardener's perspective, fertilizer may contain NPK and minor nutrients, sulfur, magnesium, iron, etc. The NPK number is short... for nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. Right. If you look on the bags, there's different numbers associated. Right. You'll see
1: uh, fertilizer tends to be like 666 or 121212. Right. 12, 12. I didn't mean to call the number of the beast. Sorry, folks out there that have just uh, hit the <laughs> ceiling in your car. Synthetic fertilizer. But they really do have well,
2: fertilizer called 666. Yeah. I'm sure they do, but I thought ammonium nitrate was like the key component of all fertilizer in the first place. I, I couldn't tell you that. I don't know. Well, um,
1: we're going to learn more about it. I'm not a chemist, it. but I do you know, have worked in nurseries and done uh, plenty of fertilizing, and you know, my wife had an organic garden. Yeah. So
0: what is the difference between synthetic and organic fertilizer? We'll tell you a little bit more about it coming up here in moments. A little gardening here tonight on uh, Free Talk Live. We really cover a lot of the bases <laughs> Well, here. the
1: red tide's a big deal, and it's yeah. really divisive.
0: Yeah, and uh, there's no real—I don't think— Even though these scientists seem to think they know a thing or two, I don't think there's a real conclusion here. But uh, we're going to continue in moments. And we can get back into that jury question as well. I did make a note about that. So uh, professional juries
5: versus amateurs on the way. It's free. Smart Cash is a peer-to-peer digital currency that is fast, secure, and easy to use. Smart Cash is building a foundation that can support daily transactions for people everywhere. One feature that sets SmartCash apart is the SmartHive governance model and how the community can vote to fund the best projects with block rewards stored in the SmartHive Project Treasury. Unlike other cryptocurrencies with voting systems, SmartCash allows everyone to participate. One smart equals one vote. Learn more at SmartCash.cc
0: It's Free Talk Live. You can dial toll-free and bring up whatever's on your mind. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. Joining you in the studio, it's Ian, Aria, and Mark. And you can join us uh, again. You can call toll-free or call on our Discord on-air call-in-line rooms. They're open for you over at discord.lrn.fm. You'll sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with us. Coming up, we'll talk about some court-related stuff. In fact... Uh, On the way, there's a pretty big ruling that has to do with your privacy on your smartphone. Plus, we can talk about uh, another big ruling that came out last month, and we we didn't get around to covering. It's about recording government bureaucrats without their knowledge. I think that's a pretty important case, so I definitely do want to get to that at some point. But we still are talking about this red tide issue. Mark, you brought this up. You're very concerned as somebody who is uh, formerly of Florida— And as am I. Uh, Aria, you're from Mississippi, but not from the Gulf side of uh, the Mississippi. This is apparently a problem not just affecting Florida, but affecting the world, according to uh, Live Science or whatever it was. Yeah, LiveScience.com. We read about Red Tide. And the allegation here from some science folks from a university who went down and tested some water in Lake Okeechobee, in one of the rivers, and in the uh, Gulf of Mexico... And they determine they believe the cause of the red tide is coming from these synthetic uh, synthetic fertilizers and the nitrates that are in the synthetic fertilizers. Right. So is that my understanding correct? Pretty On close. This, yeah. Okay. So that's made me you know, again. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a gardener. Uh, but it made me think. Uh, back to my time when I worked in the garden shop now again I was the worst person for garden shop at the Big K right like normally I was in the electronics department that's the department I wanted to work in but you know it's retail they kind of put you where they need you and there was uh, at least a couple summers where I spent a fair amount of time running the register out in garden shop you know doing my best to try to help old ladies find the thing they were looking for when not actually knowing what it was that they were looking for (laughs) just sort of you know bumping around trying to find the thing basically that's kind of how Big Box Retail That's
1: goes, retail, yeah.
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, you want you want somebody who can uh, you know find the thing you're looking for, go to Ace Hardware or you know one of the little uh, retailers, uh, garden shops, one of your local nurseries, something so, like that.
0: You know, largely through uh, osmosis, you know, contact with the, the products, I learned a little bit about what you know what these fertilizers are and uh, they all have the numbers on them mark you talked about the different uh, numbers that represent specific uh, types of uh, what is it nutrients i guess that uh, NPK, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, and then there's some other minor nutrients, and there's different mixes in the different mm-hmm. uh, the different bags. So this story over here from GardenMyths.com is talking about what is an organic fertilizer because I thought, well, if they have nitrites in these synthetics, then they must also exist in the organics. And right. so his article here is going to try to explain you know, what is, if anything, well, the difference between these.
1: And what my claim was, to be clear, that there are nitrates in organic fertilizer— mm-hmm but they are not as uh, readily available. Like, they just don't wash out in the same way. They're sort of wrapped up in different? the rest. Yeah, yeah, they're sort of wrapped up in there, and it's more difficult to get them out. Kind of like a time-release thing from a, a, a drug. Does that make sense? Do you have any evidence for that? That's my understanding of it. All I can do is tell you the things I've heard. Because Ian? if
0: they're in there, they're in there, right? Yeah. And they got plenty of time to release well, to if an they're extent, in the ocean. I mean, having raw
2: ammonium nitrate mm-hmm. is certainly different from having a bag of urine and cow crap.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. It is right. certainly going to be harder to get that raw nutrient out. If you take chicken manure, um, just raw, they say it burns the, the uh, grass or whatever it is that you put it on. Mm. However, if you compost it in with wood chips or something, again, uh, like I only – I just do the task that I'm told to do. I don't know a lot about it. Then it's fine, mm. and it's been composted in, and everything's okay. So the same stuff presumably is there. It's just not as available,
0: You don't think salt water and constant motion would
1: break that down? I think that it would make it happen more slowly.
0: So, uh, synthetic fertilizer is also called inorganic fertilizer or commercial fertilizer to differentiate it from organic fertilizer. This fertilizer is either mined from the ground or synthesized by man. It consists of granular material and comes in bags. Now, organic fertilizer, on the other hand, any fertilizer that originates from an organic source is considered to be organic. So, some examples include fish extracts, manure, and compost. Fish extract is fish poop. It can be purchased in bags or bottles and can be ordered in bulk as trailer loads. To better understand the differences between fertilizers, it's important to understand things from the plant's point of view. What nutrients can a plant use? Can it distinguish between a synthetic and an organic source? Plants get almost all nutrients through their roots. You can think the outside wall, or think of the outside wall of the root as having small holes or pores and these holes are used to let certain molecules into the root. The process is more complex than this, but it's not a bad analogy. These holes are quite small and so only small molecules can get through them. It's like the internet. It's a series of tubes. Yeah. Water <laughs> molecules consisting of H2O are small enough and they get into the root. Nitrate is also a small molecule, NO3- And it's also absorbed into the root. Other nutrients such as phosphorus, potassium, iron, magnesium are all small enough to enter the roots. Large molecules like proteins, DNA, carbohydrates, etc. are huge in size compared to the nutrients. They don't just fit through the holes. In fact, most organic molecules fall into this category. Plants can't use most organic molecules found in the soil. Almost all of the organic material in compost, manure, etc. is of little use to plants. They simply can't get the molecules into their roots. Large organic molecules do contain nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, iron, for example, but in the organic form, they're too big to get into the roots.
1: This guy's saying
0: that organic fertilizer doesn't work? For example, protein is a good source of iron, but because protein molecules are so big, plants cannot use the iron contained in the protein. Eventually, these large organic molecules do break down, and when they do, the small nutrient molecules are released, and then the plants can use them. So that's the time release that you were talking about there. For a better understanding of this, see compost. What is compost? Now, plants need the small molecules in order to grow. One of the key nutrients besides water is nitrogen, and plants usually get that in the form of a nitrate molecule. So here we are. Let's look at the nitrate molecules in more detail. What's the difference between a nitrate molecule from a synthetic fertilizer, the supposed problem in the Gulf of Mexico, according to these? a college scientist, and an organic fertilizer. And then they show two pictures, which I studied and could not find any differences between them. You know, it shows the molecule, the, the molecular chains. layout, right? Well, I mean, of course not. Nitrate is going to be nitrate regardless right. of its source. Right. And indeed, there is no difference. A nitrate molecule from either source is exactly the same. More importantly, the plants can't tell the difference either. So he says there's absolutely no difference between a nitrate molecule from a synthetic source and a nitrate molecule from an organic source, The last fact is hard for the pro-organic movement to believe. How can they be the same when organic is so much better? The fact is that when it comes to providing nutrients for the plants, organic is not better. It's exactly the same as a synthetic source. From a strictly chemical nutrient point of view... Except that it's not as
1: available as quickly. uh,
0: From a strictly chemical nutrient point of view, organic is not better, nor is it worse than synthetic. It's exactly the same. However, we can look at things from a different perspective, and then we will find that organic is better. Uh, And then he has another article about the real value of organic fertilizer. So, I don't know, man. I don't know if I buy the idea that uh, just because it's synthetic is what's causing the problem. If you think the nitrates are the the problem of the red tide, it would seem that any amount of fertilizing, any amount of inducing an artificially unusual amount of nitrates
1: into a waterway— would be the same problem. I would say that the issue is is the uh, the form in which the two types of nitrates arrive. Right, like so. We agree that the nitrates from organic fertilizers uh, take longer to break down, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, whereas the others uh, don't. Now, if these come in pellets form and they're sprinkled on the ground. Or they're sprayed in the form, you know, they're sprayed uh, like liquids on on top of the liquid on top of the ground or something like that. That's the non-organic type. Then runoff, um, you know, it runs from the plant down to yep. a little gully, from the gully down to the uh, the water, and then yep. out and off it goes. Right. Whereas maybe if it takes longer for the manure or whatever it is that contains the organic. Nitrates to uh, you know sit on the ground and it seeps into the soil better and this sort of compounds over the course of years and just makes for better soil. We we already know the crop rotation works because we've seen Joel Salatin at every and read his book Everything I Want to Do Is Illegal where he talks about um, or you know crop rotation farming and you know he's he's going to say that this this stuff absolutely there's a huge difference.
0: The toll free number if you want to join us here eight fifty five four fifty free like freedom it's free talk live. free talk live dial on in toll free join us here we have some uh, courtroom related stories uh, some big cases that i've been meaning to talk about the one where you can uh, according to one court federal court uh, you can record government bureaucrats without their permission and this is something that a lot of us in the activist community have been paying close attention to over the years especially in the few states where they have the most ridiculous Uh, anti-so-called wiretapping rules we can get into that Um, i think we've pretty much hashed out this conversation on the uh, uh, the red tide i would say it's inconclusive at best as far as this uh, particular study saying it's the nitrates that you know are causing the uh,
1: the red the study says it's nitrates yeah you're in you're what you're saying is is you're not sure where the nitrates are coming from, so the study's not inconclusive. Well
0: no, I'm saying this is just a study saying a thing. Usually, you need to have more than one of them uh, duplicated in order to you know for it to have some sort of real people have been saying uh, it for years. real value it's the truth Well, no, they're saying that's one of the things that can cause uh, red tide and I don't know if that's the only thing. The article Red we read earlier. Red Tide's worse for
1: the last three years, yep. and uh, supposedly, according to Bobby in Florida, mm-hmm. I don't know, um, I'm not in Florida, but Big Sugar's been doing a lot more production down south of Okeechobee in that uh, same
0: correlation time Correlation is not necessarily is causation. Not.
2: But No, but you, that's why I think it's permanent, because of the increase in Big Sugar and the increase in farming in general. It's because, you know, cows and other animals, they've been making manure for thousands of years. But the red tide has never been an issue. But then we humans were like, okay, well, we need more food, so let's create fertilizer. Yep, let's dig up out of the ground, out of phosphate mines and that sort of thing. Yeah, so where it was just sitting there sort of inactive, we dug it out and dumped it into the oceans. While the cow's manure has always been making its Wouldn't way to the Wouldn't the ocean. red
1: tide consume it? I mean, I look, I don't know everything about uh, fertilizer, but I presume that it's consumed by the uh, the plants, and then when they die, then it's, it's. well, I guess it'd be in their little bodies. I have no idea. Yeah, okay.
0: Well, the other article about uh, why organic fertilizer, so this so the follow-up piece is about why organic fertilizer is better. I won't read the whole thing here, but it does have to do with the slow release that you talked about, Mark, where... Uh, you know this can take according to this story up to four years for the nitrogen to be released from manure and compost uh, style fertilizers okay. whereas if you just sprinkle the you know the synthetic stuff it's instantly available and in, in full to the to the plants and uh, so yeah there you go we can talk to more uh, talk to you more about it if you want to join us here the toll free number is 855 450 free let's talk to steven in virginia watching us on youtube go ahead steven
7: Hey, I just wanted to talk about this idea that I've been spreading for a couple of decades now. Okay, uh, you know how the individual is greater than local government, is greater than state government, is greater than federal government. All
0: right, I think uh, you, I don't yeah. think you're going to find much disagreement uh, among the show hosts here on this one. The idea that the individual is uh, the uh, you know should be the highest level of all those things.
7: Exactly. Uh, it's like there are, I think eighty nine thousand local governments in the united states and that's like giving one babysitter eighty nine thousand children like we need to reverse that it would be a whole lot better if the local government took care of everything and what they could not the and then
2: why would that be better
7: the federal government oh uh, well, shoot
0: sorry
1: why, why would that be better he uh believes what? he said the f-bomb
0: i didn't even hear it did i didn't really hear it either. I, didn't hear, I,
1: I, I didn't hear anything Okay, maybe you he got talked
0: over. So I didn't okay. dump you, so keep going. What were you saying?
7: Uh, I just think that uh, people should focus on local government more than anything. Show up to city council.
0: And... Well, Ariad asked you a question, and do you want to ask it again? I don't know if you Sure. I mean,
2: why w- yeah. Why is local government or focusing on local government better than federal government or state government?
7: it's not necessarily better. It's just an idea that I have that local government can take care of things better than the federal government can. In what ways? Uh, you have a bigger voice in local government.
0: Yeah, you know, I would agree that the, the local government is more accountable. I mean, not much more, because there's still... But what if you yeah, have yeah, a local yeah, government absolutely. that is tyrannical? Oh I mean, they are tyrannical. I'm just saying they're a little bit more. (laughs) Well the difference is Well, the difference is these people are your neighbors in a lot of cases. I mean, certainly in a place like New York City, they're probably not your neighbors, but but here in Keene, New Hampshire, uh, you know, it's a city city of twenty three thousand people, there's a good chance that there's a city councilor who literally lives a couple streets over from you. In this case, that's true. He lives right over there. I know where his house is. I see him walking his dog. And to some extent when everybody's that close to one another, there's more there's some level of extra accountability there just because you know where they live. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not suggesting violence or anything like that. I just I'm just saying there's no, something to no, that.
7: Absolutely not.
0: Stephen, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Um yeah, I didn't hear anything. The board op didn't hear it. He didn't hit the dump yeah. button, so I'm not sure what Oh, nobody heard it <laughs> there was something there. Anyway, thanks for the call. I, say, I think it's an interesting uh, you know question to bring up. I don't think that uh, you know it's obvious the federal government has no accountability whatsoever. You know, those people are hundreds if not thousands of miles away from people, you know, all around the United States. And you only have one or two so-called representatives, you know, that can uh, can go, go there, a handful of them or whatever, uh, and purportedly represent you. But it, that's a total mythology. The idea that these people can represent you in the first place is ridiculous.
2: I would make the argument that there is no more accountability at the local level and that any that we perceive is probably just illusory. All right. What do you illusory. base that on? What could we actually do to change the smoking ban here in Keene? It would not be easy. Assuming, I mean, even if 99% of the people are guessing or um, the the sign um, for the Vietnamese or Korean restaurant. The
0: soon-to-open Vietnamese restaurant, which has been, by the way, the t-shirts for Fa Keen Great. That's the name of the restaurant. It's Pha Noodles in the town of Keen, and it's great, so that's the name. Uh, these shirts have been flying off the shelves. They uh, they have not been on shelves. They've been sold before they've even arrived. How many? Basically, do you think been sold? over a thousand. I was just there. Shoo. I was just there at the uh, t-shirt sales operation. It used to be the Bitcoin Embassy. It is now currently, <laughs> 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 it's now currently being used uh for De- primarily fa-
1: keen, Great <laughs> yeah, T-shirt <that's> right. dispensary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, orders have been coming in from all over the world. Uh, for this and it's been just an, uh, an amazing true. phenomenon um so anyway to get back to the question of and by the way if you want to order those shirts you can order them over at the uh, route 101 local goods website which i think is route 101 gifts.com i don't know i don't have it in front of me right now so just look up look up for the shirt and you'll find it it's the obvious uh, choice anyway um so are they more accountable you're saying they're not that you don't believe that that the local politicians are any more accountable i'm saying i have than... not been convinced of that
2: okay because i've not been given any reason to believe that
0: i'm not gonna like i said i don't think they're a whole lot more accountable they still get away with all kinds of terrible things you mentioned uh things that were unpopular the bear cat was one of the first issues uh that i saw this is the armored truck basically, that the federal government gave almost $300,000 worth of taxpayer dollars to the city of Keene in a grant so they could purchase this armored truck from its manufacturer and the the police use it at whatever time they darn well feel like it. The federal government can come in and commandeer it at any time that they want to. That's one of the parts of the contract. And about 90% of the people in Keene were against that. City Council voted for it overwhelmingly. And most of them weren't thrown out of office over it. So you've got a strong argument, too. There's more coming up here in moments. Uh, This is Free Talk Live.
1: Do you operate a retail business and are looking for a solution for point-of-sale cryptocurrency acceptance? It's never been easier, thanks to AnyPay.Global. There's no paperwork or approval process to open an account. If you already have a tablet at your cash register, you're almost done. Just sign up at AnyPay.Global. Drop your personal crypto wallet addresses in our setup page and then load our app. That's it. You're accepting cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Dash at your store. Get started now at AnyPay.Global. That's AnyPay.Global.
0: talk live, you dial in toll-free, and you bring up whatever you want here. If you want, it is up to you. Toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We've also got the Discord on-air call-in-line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. And joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Mark. Don't forget, uh, you can go to liberty.menu. If... You are an individual who rejects the initiation of force and... Someone who agrees to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle. If you don't meet those qualifications, sorry, this message isn't for you. Libertytfo. Yep. Liberty.menu is for people who care about freedom. And uh, it's about letting other people who are into freedom know about whatever it is that you're into. The thing that you do. The business that you have. The entrepreneurial activity that you're involved in. Maybe the event that you're coordinating or the digital content that you're a creator of. These are all categories that you can put your stuff into and then advertise it for free at Liberty.Menu. So there's no cost to list the things you do there for other Liberty-minded folks to find and maybe send you some business. Go to Liberty.Menu. You can use code FTL. Get yourself a special Free Talk Live listener badge. We can't give you a discount because it's free. So go to Liberty.Menu and get started there. As we continue, we've got Sarah on the line in New Mexico coming up some uh, some pretty landmark court cases. But first, Sarah, go ahead.
8: So, uh, New Mexico, we, we're rated number one state with the most dangerous places to live for senior citizens.
1: The most dangerous place to live for senior citizens. So, what is killing off the senior citizens in New Mexico?
8: Well, you know what it is? We're number one in pedestrian fatalities. What else?
1: So, you think the pedestrian— I mean, they're the, all getting the, killed the se-
8: by cars. You know, the, the people that get killed by the car the most are elderly people.
1: I, when I looked up uh, pedestrian deaths in in uh, New Mexico, I was seeing a notable. Uh, There's notable that there were lots of drunks that were getting run over. Are
4: they the drunker? Yeah, the, the are they also, drunk old people?
8: Well, and then also the elderly. Okay, because they have vision problems, they have hearing problems, they got bad knees. So old people are running bad, over old over people. people. <laughs>
0: Sounds like Darwinism.
1: I, I gotta say, um, when I when I visit, visited Vin, Venice, Florida, um, and you mean the,
0: the place where the old people's grandparents go right. to die? That's
1: the joke in Sarasota. Is everybody's grandparents live in Sarasota, and their parents live in Venice? <laughs> um, and, and it's when, so true. Yeah, they're turning left from the right lane, right from the left lane. You
0: constantly see these little old ladies. You can barely see the poof of their hair above the steering wheel. You know, like you have. They don't. They can't see anything. Thing. And um, and they're driving this big old boat kind of car, you right? Know?
1: If you need parts for a late model Buick or uh, Lincoln <laughs> Cadillac. <laughs> Cadillac, that is the place to go. Yeah. I mean, the the yards are just full of them because they're they're constantly getting wrecked, and the insurance companies keep on giving these people. I don't understand how they could possibly do. keep on giving these people cars. Well, but the thing about
8: the the, the bewildering thing is that there's a, a we have a lot of retiree senior citizens here. That live with all of the danger, you know, needle lane and the park, all, uh, car theft, package theft, mail theft, home burglaries, um, and drug dealings, um, shootings. Uh, that, but but they they but they live here. There's a, like a you know there's a lot of uh, people that live here that are elderly, and I'm, I'm I'm wondering why. And and then the safest place to live is it's Iowa. were ranked number one.
1: As far as safety for old people.
8: Yeah, the safest place for old people. For old
0: people or specifically old people dying of car accidents?
8: Elderly people, safety for elderly people. I think it'd be great. I hope more
1: elderly people move to Iowa. See, I got to say, I don't think that uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, What, moving to Iowa? Well, I mean, I know I, – I have some idea of what Iowa weather is like mm-hmm. I'm living in New Hampshire. I suspect that frozen ice falls from the sk- – frozen water <laughs> yeah. falls from the sky right. at least some uh, points of the year. Then that means it lands on the ground. Then that, that uh, snow at some point gets packed down into ice. Very And dangerous. then the old people fall down and break parts. Yeah.
2: Well, plus, I mean, if the contention is that old people are running over old people, the last thing we really want to do is to shuffle them all into one state. That's just going to increase the concentration of old people being run over by old people. There's this place in Ocala, Florida,
1: (laughs) which is just miles and miles and miles of nothing but immaculate and beautiful mobile homes. The old people drive around in uh, in golf carts. They play shuffleboard. They do you know they have bridge games. They've they got it's just this whole community. Mm -hmm. Now when they're in golf carts. They really can't do anything to each other. Um, I mean, it's not nearly as bad uh, if they do. And I think that's how we should uh, house the geriatric. And they seem so happy there. It's like a <laughs> zoo. We you should ever... be able to. We should have tours and just go see them.
0: Sarah, have you ever played shuffleboard? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm so much into calling
8: talk shows. It consumes all of my energy. I'm you know, <laughs> calling the afternoon. But that, yeah, well, no time out, for you know, games.
0: <laughs> Sarah's got talk I, shows I to call. No
8: that's why. I mean, yeah, it's I have important. to she's about know, that business. call the local
0: show. You know, she's yeah, one of the so. better activists out there. Sarah, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. She's dedicated. She uh, she puts her time in. She's trying to make the government bigger, but, you know, she is a, a dedicated activist.
1: I've played uh, shuffleboard. What I haven't played is lawn bowling.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I've—I mean— I've been on a shuffleboard court as a kid, but I'm pretty sure I haven't actually played the game in it's any awesome. meaningful. It's a great, it's a great in game. way. I mean, I'm not saying I'm good at it, but it's fun. There's actually a shuffleboard court around here. I was surprised when I found it. It's in the basement of Chris Wade's house. You gotta be kidding me! No. He was moving in. I mean, I don't feel like I'm revealing anything secret here. He's mentioned he's got a big basement. Um, but it's like a finished, nice finished basement. So it's one of the reasons why he moved into that house, because it's a ranch-style house, and they needed storage space. They're running, you know, think Penguin, uh, right. selling computer parts. So they got a lot of storage space. And uh, when we're moving stuff in there, because we do this, these move-ins, right? Like if a new person moves here uh, to the Keene, New Hampshire area, in fact, all across uh, New Hampshire, if you let the libertarians know... They will also, a lot of them will come there's out. There's a move-in party on the way. Yeah, and they'll help you move in, unload a huge truck full of stuff, which is what we were doing at Chris's house. And I'm walking down there, I'm like, there's a finished floor and a
1: shuffleboard on the floor of this basement. I can't believe that a basement would be big enough for a full shuffleboard court. It must be half it's a huge. one. It's
0: huge. It's huge. Maybe it's only half. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not we a, shuffleboard a shuffleboard expert. We've got a shuffleboard court
1: next door to my house.
0: Okay. And it is long. Yeah. I mean, it's a big basement. It may, be, it may only it is only a half one. I don't know, Mark. I'm not, I'm not familiar with the rules and, I, yeah. and the courts and all that. But I was like, wow, I haven't seen one of those since I lived in Florida. Somebody really must have liked Shuffleboard. They put it in their basement. <laughs> yeah, toll-free number here tonight, 855-450-FREE. So, Aria, we were talking about government accountability. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are not so sure that a local government is necessarily more accountable than a federal government. Correct. Now, I uh, I can make an argument for this, and I'll, I'll try my best here. And as I pointed out, they are accountable at the very least because you can find out where they live and make their lives more uncomfortable as a result of that. Because the fact is, these government guys, they really don't want you out in front of their house protesting. They really don't care for that. We've done that here in the past. Uh, There was a protest out in front of uh, Eli Rivera's house, who is now the current sheriff at the time. He was a police sergeant, and he allegedly used too much force with at least one of the activists uh, in the area. And so there was a group of us that went to his home and uh, protested out in front of it to let his family know and his neighbors know the violence or the alleged violence because it wasn't caught on video. So it was one person's word against another's. But, you know. He's a cop and it's not hard for people to believe that cops can do that. And so he we shot somebody in the back uh, a couple of years later. Yeah, back in the throat I think it was, uh killed the guy. But uh that's another story. This was before the shooting uh incident had yep. happened and so we're out in front of his house and uh, there was a large group of us at the time i would say probably at least a dozen or so and certainly it brought some attention to what that particular person was doing and maybe his daughter you know didn't know uh what her dad was like at work and you know who knows what she knew after the fact they didn't come out to talk to us that's for sure um but when eli got home he was not happy yeah but a few years later he
2: shot somebody
1: yeah that's true it's true. So, what effect
2: did the <laughs> accountability and protest? Yeah, I don't really think it have? does
1: anything. Um, and watching these activists here, if this is if this is what accountability looks like on a local level, it doesn't work.
0: No, and like I said, the bearcat was massively opposed by locals, and the city council went ahead and voted for it. It's what the cops wanted. So the cops wanted it. The people didn't. Like ninety percent of the people didn't want it, but we got it anyway. It's just a theory, and has. We're coming I mean, up here. It's free talk live. <laughs> It's Free Talk Live. Plenty of time for you. If you want to join us here, you can take control of the airwaves. We're talking about accountability of the government, uh, the government people. Is it possible to hold a local government person, a politician, more accountable than those further away at, say, the state level or D.C.? Uh, If you want to jump in and share your thoughts The number is 855 450 free. That's 855 450 3733. We've also got the Discord call in lines over at discord.lrn.fm. And uh, don't forget, you can join us over at our website at freetalklive.com. There is a web forum, and it's a great forum. I got to say, people I understand, they, you know, young kids probably have never used a forum, but. This is the way people used to communicate on the internet before social media, and it's actually a much better way of doing it. It's much better organized, and this forum that we have is very modern. It's not the old-style forums where every time you—on the old forums, you had to—and we had one of these, the Free Talk Live BBS, for years. It's now retired, but— uh, where you're, every time you would you know post, it'd have to reload the page before you could actually see the post on the page. Yep. and you know if you if you posted, but another person had posted before you posted on the same thread, then it would you're ask you if you it, wanted yeah. to re-reload the page before you posted your things. So you could, It was just a, a it was clunky, and uh, the forum software we're using is very modern, very snappy, very fast. Very slick, easy-to-use images and you know everything. So check it out over at forum.freetalklive.com. It's part of the larger Shire forums, um, and it's a great way to interact with other people who care about freedom in a much more organized manner than, say, just a, a live chat room. Which, of course, the Discord is great for live chat over at discord.lrn.fm. And, and it's always busy. Um, and the forum, not as busy as Discord, but it's there, and there's some good threads and some good conversations happening there. So check that out at forum.freetalklive.com. We can continue here talking about holding government uh, politicians accountable. I am not doing a very persuasive job at uh, making my case that you can can hold local uh, politicians more accountable.
2: No, and I think it would actually be harder
0: as I sit here thinking about it. Because
2: you get someone like Rivera, and -hmm. his family is going to support him no matter what. Sure. His church group is going to support him no matter what. Yep. I mean, you you start getting into that good old boys kind of thing going on, where it really doesn't matter what he's do. They're going to, through some combination of cognitive dissonance
0: or just through sheer willful disbelief, always or going to out now violence. The they know or or out now violence of actually targeting you and coming mm-hmm. after you, destroying your property, trumping up charges. You're right. If you mess with the good old boys, there's some. Tough times that could befall you as and I, a result. I think of it's that.
1: worth pointing out that you have been a really good activist here in Keene, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. You do not. Some I would mean, say I'm a terrible activist,
0: but, you know, meaning?
1: it's all Meaning. Well, it's a. You're all kinds active. of
0: opinions exist about the well, activism that has happened in Keene.
1: Yeah, but I, as far as a critique goes, mm-hmm. you um, you know you you support the other activists. You're out there. You're doing stuff all yep. the time. And at this point, you have, for whatever reason, the people of Keene, New Hampshire, uh, many of them, uh, some large percentage of them. I don't know if it's a majority, a plurality, or whatever. But you're infamous. I've lived here for twelve years now Mm -hmm. i know what people think uh, um about you they know they know what they're supposed to think yeah and they're supposed to think something bad they're not entirely sure why or how or what you've done but there's always something that somebody could mention yeah so people don't like they'll misinterpret this thing or that thing that occurred and as a result if they're supposed to dislike you then what are they supposed to do with the person that you're protesting they're supposed to like them Mm -hmm. so now i mean you've got this now sheriff what's that? So Eli, and Eli the Rivera, the man who shot somebody in the back, um, yeah. you know, the, it, frankly, if he's stealing some computer parts and that's what mm-hmm. it was all over, yeah. sh- stealing some computer parts. Look, fleeing felon rule, he's it's fine, I mean it's legal, but it's just not yeah. worth shooting somebody over things in yeah. my opinion. And sheriff. So,
0: well, there's another side to it, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to try to make my uh, my argument. I agree with you. The the good old boys they're entrenched, and the good old boys exist in every town, everywhere, okay. So this this Keene is no different than any town yep. USA in, in that way. Uh, the good old boys frequently are the old family names, the ones that go back for generations that have been there for a long time. They're wealthy. They're connected. Uh, they're business people. They're mafia. They're you know you name it, right? So good old boys. Um, they're hard to. Fight against, and they will use violence. And the government is a violent organization that is entrenched wherever it is. Uh, of course, the local governments they have budgets, unlike the federal government, which can print its own money out. Um, and yes, you can know who these people are and they can know who you are and that changes the dynamic of how interactions can go and i can tell you this that at the state level here in new hampshire state representatives get paid about a 100 bucks a year there's a gas stipend as well but the the actual pay is a hundred dollars a year it's the basic pay rate there um there are many of them who have thrown up their hands in frustration and have said you know what this just isn't worth it. All the hassles that we're having to deal oh, yeah. with, all these people bugging us about stuff, and just you know being mean to us or whatever. Because you know whatever you do as a state rep, somebody's not going to like it. Sure. And you're only getting paid hundred bucks a year. So there are definitely some state reps who've been like, screw this,
1: and I'm also, done. I'm leaving. I'm out of here, and I'm doing something else. It's worth pointing out as a person who's a member of a four hundred person body. Yeah. Which was what uh, the, the size. It's the fourth. It's the third largest legislative body in the English speaking world that's right um and as as a as a per, i mean oftentimes your vote doesn't count in the same yeah. thing when you're in a city of ten thousand and you vote well, i mean the chances of you making a difference are very very slim, slim. the chances of in a 400 are pretty slim for yeah. your vote making a difference not to say it's as slim as that but it's slim so you know if you're voting a hundred times in a given year and two times, one time, your vote makes a difference, you're probably yeah. going to say, eh, I don't know if it's worth me even showing up here. So what I'm, what I'm trying to drive
0: at here is we've already seen the evidence that these people can be not forced out of office, but incentivized to leave office by their life being difficult. And so if you make their life more difficult by, let's say, you know, protesting in front of their house or letter-writing campaigns or whatever it is that bugs them, Uh, then that's more likely to drive them out. If you have enough activists to do these sorts of things, and we have a good amount of activists here in New Hampshire that hopefully will just keep growing larger over time, it'll make things more and more uncomfortable for these people over time. If at the same time you have libertarians running as, let's say, Republicans or Democrats, and maybe even as libertarians in these races to replace them when they leave, there's a good chance that some liberty-minded folks are going to get elected to replace them. So over time, we can see see a shift um Keen is one of the toughest places because it's an entrenched statist uh bureaucracy it's in the corner of uh you know vermont and you know, massachusetts there's a college here it's one of the most statist uh places in new hampshire but over time throughout the state this is a possibility it is possible to frustrate these people to the point they're just hundred bucks ain't worth it i don't have enough power i'm gone Right, These are people who have, in many cases, but if they're not, not that's retired— that's an
1: argument for local. That's an argument for state— um,
0: But it's still—they're more accountable because they're closer. At that 400 state representatives, one representative only represents, if you do the math, into like 1.4 million. It's like basically 3,500 people or so. I think it's like kind of the typical average. So these people are closer to home. They're more responsible as a result of that. Not much more— but you can actually get these people on the
1: phone. You can actually that talk to these true, people. much is true, but when you're talking about state-level stuff, I, um, I think that's the most effective thing you can do. I would agree mm-hmm. with you that local-level stuff here in Keene, New Hampshire, is pointless and makes people hate you. Um, yep. and, whereas, and, and by the way, the vast majority of activists that have moved to Keene, New Hampshire, no longer live here. Well, let me tell you, they're going to hate you anyway,
0: uh, even if, you, if you start to take away the welfare programs, if you start to take away the you know, government. They probably
1: don't know your name if you're working on the state level. Um, so there may be some activists, but here in Keene, yeah. New Hampshire, lots of people know your name. They do. Okay? Yeah. So local activism, I'm just going to dismiss that here, at the very least, in this particular geographic okay. area. Um, and I'm going to talk about the state level. If on the state level, what you're talking about is true, you manage to drive off all the statists, and suddenly you've got a bunch of, uh, you know, liberty activists in there maybe you've got i don't know um you know pick pick your number we've had as many as 120 endorsed by no. the new hampshire yeah, liberty but those alliance aren't actual Fine. libertarians. you get yourself a full 120 I'll give you 20. Uh, all right so you give 100 uh, uh success is 120 then 120 real good liberty liberty activists success in the, would be 201 uh well okay I don't think you're going to get there. And let me tell you why. Because you're going to have little successes along the way. Those little successes are going to uh, result in prosperity, longevity, happiness, and all the things that we say that the the ideas of liberty are going to bring. Mm -hmm. When they do that, people will hear that in Vermont and New Hampshire, or excuse me, Vermont and Massachusetts and Maine and perhaps Connecticut and as far and wide as Rhode Island and New York. And they're going to move here. And they're going to continue to vote the way that they voted before because Mammy and uh, Pappy voted that way. Mm -hmm. And that's how they were Taught to vote. It won't
0: matter if you've got libertarians running both as Republicans and Democrats. Then they will vote the
1: way that they wanted to vote. But it, it won't will, matter. Th- then you'll see the, indo- then the status document. Voters stuff comes aren't back. the
0: same as activists. And what they you're are. doing is you're basically arguing against doing anything at all, Mark, with this particular nope, argument. Got, I, I,
1: I think that I think you've got to go someplace and build. I don't think okay. you have to. I think you've got well, to do something. Well, then let's not have different. the negativity
0: then, okay? Toll free number here is 855 450 free. That's 855 450 3733. Because what you're saying here is it's basically pointless uh, to do anything because they're just going to undo it. There's more on the way. If, uh, if we get enough liberty minded people to focus in one place,
1: they can't fight it because the average mover isn't, a v- you want to know the 37 items you must have to survive a crisis? Then I've got some good news for you. Former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author, Jason Hansen, is now giving listeners a free copy of his book, The Escape Bag Blueprint, 37 Items You Must Have to Survive a Crisis. You can claim your copy at freeescapebook.com. Don't delay. Jason reveals the guns, knives, flashlights, and water filters that could save your life in an economic collapse or grid-down event. Get your free book today, freeescapebook.com. Free Freeescapebook.com. Free
3: free talk live
0: this is free talk live you may take control of the airwaves here as we continue and launch into the third hour of the program the toll-free number is 855 450 free like freedom that's 855 450 3733 and we've also got the Discord on-air call-in-line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. Here tonight, it's Ian. How are you? And Mark. We continue with your calls and thoughts. Uh, coming up, we got to talk about some court-related stuff, uh, especially some uh, really interesting decisions that have come out recently. One about your right to secretly record government officials' And uh, the other one was, uh, what was it uh, recently, about your phone and fingerprints and forcing people to use biometric data to open their phones under the threat of police. We'll tell you more about that coming up here. But let's go to the phones first and to the phone. We got John uh, calling us from or Michigan. John, you're on the line. Uh, go ahead. You're on Free Talk Live.
9: Hey, I was just wondering uh, what your opinions are on third-wave feminism.
0: What is third-wave
1: feminism, John?
9: It's like the newest form of feminism where
5: it's like feminism you see in today's media.
1: So, like, uh, it's it's new and improved? Whitens I mean, whites?
0: Can you the give us an
5: example? <laughs> All
0: right. I don't know what that was, but uh, it sounded like music. And this is a talk show. So we are, we're not here to listen to music. Thank you for the call tonight. But uh, do you, are you guys familiar with these different waves of feminism?
2: I'm familiar with... Um misogynists generally using it as a pejorative against feminists i'm not familiar with anyone actually sitting down to
1: identify what they consider to be third wave feminism well um i'll go ahead and take a shot at it pretty much anything that comes after equality under the law um you know like that was the first wave feminism no first wave feminism is uh temperance and voting Okay. Second wave fem- feminism I would say is basically the culmination of all that and the um equality under the law that kind of thing. Maybe some level of equal pay. Um you know, uh, talk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that you know what in many cases we've uh, seen over time is is that the equal pay is it's equal when you start looking at the hours and the jobs worked but not necessarily um you know man male to female. Um and Sure. Well, I mean, historically, men work more hours than females, and that's still true to this day. Yep. And they, you know, so therefore they should make more if they're working more hours, right? Absolutely. Makes sense. Um, So third wave feminism, I don't know. I think that feminism as a belief system is so scattered and fractured that it doesn't even mean anything anymore. Like feminists disagree with feminists about all kinds of things to the point that there's not even really one – uh, idea that's even central anymore they'll mm. tell you what's the the motten bailey fallacy that they tell you is that feminism is about equality right well and it, and it certainly used to be it's a terrible but lgbt name
2: for, rights uh, used to be about equality too and neither one of those things are about equality any longer it's about making sure women are the ones in power it's sexism in the opposite direction now Right, just like the I LGBT that,
1: movement is orientationism in the opposite direction. But that's really the problem with feminism is that it was necessarily going to be sexism in the opposite direction because what you said was okay, and it was true, right? There's no doubt about it. Women were treated different under the law at the time. Sure, is this that we need to, in order to create a equality in the sexes, we need to take this ball and we need to run it to the, uh, we need to run it up the field until we get to equality, right? Well, or we could embrace individualism. Sure, there's people that call themselves individualist feminists, though. That's a contradiction in terms. It doesn't make any sense. No, but to me, <laughs> so if you're a feminist if I'm you're an running, individualist collectivist, if you're running the ball up the field as a feminist, at some point or another, you get past the fifty yard line, and now you're taking your belief system past equality into you know something else. And obviously, the sexes are never going to be equal, um, the genders or whatever whatever we're calling them. I'm not even entirely well, sure. Well, they can be equal. But they don't have to be homogenous. They're not going to be the same. Yeah. Um, like, you know, two plus uh, two plus two is four and three plus one is four. Right. Those are equal, not the same. Um, b- so but I mean, you know, do I as a man? Um, so I've, I've got the stronger shoulder girdle and there's not many women that are ever going to have the, sh- the shoulder girdle that I've got. Right. That doesn't mean that they get something that's better. Um uh, you know, from a physical standpoint, they get to have children, and I can't, but they, you know, that's all they, they get. Um, they don't get to say, well, you know, I get this thing more, that thing more into the law. It should just be the law recognizes people as people, and then after that, y'all can figure it out from there. If employers somehow have managed to to figure it out that they get, you know, the incredible productivity of the, the feminine uh half of the species. At a 70% discount, I don't believe this for a second, but if they've worked that out, then by God, they worked it out. It is okay. Because I'm not going to sit here and say, well, um, I'm going to tell this person, this person, and this person how they got to pay. Because I don't know anything about their businesses. Toll free number if you want to join us, 855-450-FREE. I know on Free Talk Live, we look for female co-hosts. Because they're hard to find, though. Yeah, they are hard to find, especially <laughs> in the libertarian movement. Right. Um, you know, the voice is different, right? Aria, yeah. your voice is sure. different than mine.
0: It's true. Yeah. Let's continue with your calls and thoughts. Tom is in New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead.
3: By the way, another part of the feminist movement, believe it or not, had the uh, sexist math books. And you wonder, how can a math book be sexist? Well, you know, the math problems, well, there were word problems like, you know, John makes forty dollars a week and mary makes twenty dollars a month how much do they make in a total of a year and you're supposed to add it all up but mm-hmm. it subconsciously uh conditions girls to expect that they should make less than the, their boys but, right. uh, what i'm calling about today is about the government shutdown Remind people. Yeah, you know, it's continuing. To it's a
0: world record, or at least U.S. record. I don't know if it's a world record, but it's a record what, for the what, United what, States.
3: Somalia,
0: world energy <laughs> leader. <laughs> what
3: they got to do, Well, if people got nothing to do tomorrow. You can call up congressional offices and tell them, first of all, the strategy is going to have to be to override the president's veto, and if the Senate won't take up the bill because Senate uh, Mitch McConnell won't consider bills from the House, that the president is going to veto then it's his fault too but uh, be sure that you pass a budget that doesn't have any money for the department of education and no money Is for department the department of education on District. the current
0: list of uh, those that are shut down? Do you happen to know? I
3: don't know but but uh, department of education remember it has like no place in the constitution also no federal oh, I mean the whole co- government basically
0: it. has no place in the in the Constitution I mean there's very very little that the federal government does that is constitutional these days
3: now no money for the border wall and no money for the border Patrol well the good news and is also- the border
0: Patrol is actually cut off I've got a story about that here from uh, over the weekend. That it's you know, particularly ironic that Trump is demanding money for a border wall, while at the same time the border patrol is working without pay.
3: <laughs> and the other the other part about it is no money to bribe the states to commit a hate crime against people under 21. No money for the DEA, because if you want to get stoned, that's your business. It's true. The like Department of Justice no is,
0: uh, as far as the government shutdown, it is being affected by it. So the DEA, if they're working, they're working without pay right now.
1: Department of Education remains yes. open during shutdown. Thank you, Tom, for the call
0: tonight. Yes, but are they one of the bureau- uh, the bureaucracies that is included in the list of those who are not getting paid? I thought they all were. No, no. What, what They all, what do you mean? They all,
1: all I thought everybody working for the government right now wasn't getting paid. Just
0: non-essential no. employees. No, 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 no. Okay, no. so no, 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 no. There's a there's a list. If you go and you pull it up, there's a list of specific bureaucracies. The Department of Justice is one of them. Uh, so DHS and Border Patrol and FBI and you know all these uh, Bureau of Prisons, they're not getting a paycheck. They missed their first paycheck on Friday. About four hundred thousand government employees, federal government employees, are being told you got to come to work. If you want to keep your job and you're not getting a paycheck until the government restarts, in which case then you'll get back pay. The other 400,000, which of which the 800,000 total is still only a fraction of the full federal government. So the other 400,000 are being told you're not essential. You can just stay home and then you'll get paid after the government comes back for not working at all. In that particular case. So those are the two categories. But the 800,000 total is still only, I've heard estimates of 10 to 25 percent, depending on how you. So nobody except for Congress is getting paid, basically. No, no. The majority of the federal government is there working and getting paid. OK. It's just this, some of these bureaucracies, if you look at it, are up, not if you getting look it up, yeah, some of them
1: have to work and some of them don't.
0: Correct. That's correct. Uh, or they can quit their jobs if they don't want to you know, go to work. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. You can join us here. So the Border Patrol is in that category of people who are working but not getting paid. TSA as well. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You dial toll-free take control of the airwaves here our number is 855 450 free that's 855 450 3733 and there's the discord on air call in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm free talk live is brought to you by smart cash smart cash is a peer-to-peer digital currency it's fast secure and it's easy to use that's true of pretty much most of them uh, but what smart cash I think is doing that's makes them special besides the fact that there seems like a lot of libertarians involved with it because they're sponsoring like just about every libertarian show out there um, but they've got some cool stuff they're doing that's different like smart uh, the smart voting that they do where you can vote with smart cash in their proposals because people can make a proposal that I want to do this with smart cash you know in this case we made a proposal to have them advertise on free talk live yeah and the smart People voted for it overwhelmingly. Thank you to everybody who did that, by the way. that was like 87 88
1: 89%. Yeah, it's really nice um, to see everybody on board with the idea. Yeah, it's nice, uh, especially after we just uh, failed
0: miserably at a, at a couple of other different cryptos. Well, we failed um, uh, less miserably than everybody else who was putting in a proposal. That's, that's true. But SmartCash seems to have a, a good vision. They, they care about Liberty and... They've got this voting system that allows everybody to participate. So there are other cryptocurrencies where you have to hold a lot of the crypto in order to be able to participate in the voting system. Here, if you've got one smart, you've got a vote. Uh, if you've got more than one smart, you've got more than one vote. And uh, getting more than one smart isn't hard to do, considering they cost less than two cents a piece right now. In fact, it would actually be hard to just buy one smart. So uh, go ahead and learn, learn a little bit more about SmartCash. They've got a great-looking website. It's easy to navigate over at SmartCash.cc. And they've also got Smart Rewards, which is another unique program where they're encouraging holding of smart by, if you have 1,000 smart, at least 1,000 smart, in one address, and you hold the keys to that address, your wallet address. If you hold the keys, you can't use somebody else's, you know, like you can't have somebody else holding your keys for you. Especially it, like a uh, an exchange. Yeah, exactly. So if you hold the keys and there's at least a thousand smart, and it's there for at least a month, and there's no outgoing transactions from that wallet, you'll receive smart rewards. Uh, it's a very cool process. Go to smartcash.cc. That's smartcash.cc to learn more about smart cash. As we continue here, we'll continue with your calls and thoughts. We got Tony. He's in Jackson, Michigan. Tony, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Well,
5: I just wanted to uh, say. That uh, I I hope the the government stays shut down. I hope we have a whole uh, group of young people that suddenly realize that they that the the government's not doing anything for them. And you know, as far as I'm concerned, it could stay down. It could stay until at least another two years, but we'll probably get somebody to acquiesce at some point.
1: Yeah, somebody's going to break.
5: Well,
2: right now, I think Uh, the general perception among young people is that it's an enormous inconvenience. And that it's very, very bad. I think that it will have to go on for years. How are they, they being be-
0: inconvenienced? Well, they can't go to the national parks and things like that. Oh, yeah. Didn't uh, didn't you guys report on Call to Freedom today that libertarians were threatened uh, that they couldn't pick up litter at a couple yep. national parks? Well, they weren't threatened. They were just told to leave. <laughs> well, that's a threat. Because well, if sure. you stick around, what, what happens?
2: They can call the working for free FBI, I suppose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I doubt the FBI is going to investigate a uh, an incident of a unauthorized park cleanup. But the park rangers probably have guns and handcuffs, and if they order you to leave a place and you they don't, sure are scary. Then that's generally considered criminal trespass at that point. So that would be a criminal misdemeanor, likely arrest uh, in that case. Although I haven't seen the video, did you watch it? Was was there video? Did you did you watch I don't any recall. of it? Um, you know, I don't know if there's video of this, but if a car, park ranger is saying you're not welcome, well, I would ha- I would have some questions. Uh, for yes, him, you would. In
1: that particular He's case. right. He's right, Arya. He would have some questions. They
0: should have. And again, I don't know if they had these questions or they had any questions or asked, or recorded video, but they should have. Uh, that way we could, you know, you could say, well, are you ordering me to leave or are you just asking me to leave? Because if you're just ordering or you're just asking, then I'll just keep no, staying thanks. here and picking up litter if that's all right um but if they're ordering you then uh, it's criminal trespass if you don't leave anyway uh tony i I, agree with you i think the government should stay shut down but as time goes on that's gonna that's gonna result in some very interesting consequences that some people are going to see as quite negative for instance how long will the prison guards continue to work (laughs) without getting paid
5: sure i i I mean i they could come up and uh, you know fund some maybe fund some individual stuff. I, I don't know, but uh, can they? Can they know, do uh, it one
1: at a time? Can they they couldn't do anything they want to do. Yeah. They're just unlikely to do it. <laughs> hmm. Somebody's gonna That's break through.
5: One of my favorite videos is from the last shutdown, watching the World War II veterans uh, scale the barricades in front of their memorial when the park was closed uh, to wow. to be able to get to the uh, to get to the World War II uh, uh, really? memorial. You're talking about and, a bunch of uh,
0: old guys
5: really scaled old a fence. Guys.
0: It's a good thing they weren't.
2: trying No,
5: they, they they weren't scaling, but I mean, they just pushed the barricade over and said, "Okay, we're going to our memorial." You know, <laughs> but uh, you know, like 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 you know, these guys landed at uh, at uh, Normandy yeah. like like a little park the barricade. three of them is that remain. stop them. Yeah, well, you know, they had those flights. But uh, well, where they, they get a whole bunch of guys together and they show up and the, they showed up and the park was closed. So <laughs> they they went in anyway.
1: They don't want to tell these guys about the bonus war. Uh, World War One vets <laughs> went to uh, Washington, D.C. to demand their benefits uh, when, you know, the, basically the, uh, you know, the Great Depression. And uh, it was like Patton. And I can't remember which other ones. Uh, uh, they ordered that? them shot. Yeah, they they rode through on cavalry, open fire. Uh, they didn't kill a whole bunch, but I mean, they, things got set on fire. All kinds of. It was a. It was people a, did get shot and killed though, did they? Man? I'm. Good. I'll look at that for you. People died. Yeah. I, I don't know whether how many people were wow. shot and killed. Tony,
0: uh, good call, man. All Thanks right. for sharing your thoughts hey, tonight. You. I appreciate yeah. it. Let's go uh, and continue here. David in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, David.
9: Hey. Yeah, I was uh, talking to my my two Jewish public defenders today looking at all the ways that the state of New Mexico has been screwing up.
0: Um, what's the relevance yeah, of their uh, religion?
9: It's a uh, inside from last night, Mark can tell you.
0: It may not it's, be their religion. Uh, it could just be their uh, uh, ethnicity. ethnicity. Thank you, yeah. So what's yeah. the relevance of bringing that up? This, uh,
9: this uh, DV thing is one of the areas. Remember we were talking about how they put this charge down as a domestic violence, a DV uh, case number?
0: Uh, You're referring to, you got to remember, there's always new people listening, David. So you're referring to the recent arrest where you were arrested for calling a talk radio show on a public radio station operating out of a college that had asked you to not call back. You called back and then you uh, picked up a criminal charge and uh, you said that they charged it under a domestic violence uh, court number, but it's not a, a domestic violence charge. It was just a, you know, you're... Doing something that uh, essentially, like, it's not a, a harassment charge, but it's related to that. It's basically phone harassment.
9: Yeah, and right, yeah, and the uh, thanks for re-recapping that yeah. for me. You do do it better than I do. The um, the the interesting thing they they put it down as a domestic violence charge when I have no relationship with the people that run the radio station. Right. And um, the 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 theme here is the genius uh, of our government, um, and. The, I get two different stories when I've been talking to the public defenders and to the, the court uh, clerks themselves, the, um, the judge's assistants, put it that way, on this, why, why this is put up as a DV. The first conversation I had with the, with the public defenders was that um, – well, actually, there are three parts. The first time I asked about it, the public defender, the, the clerks there, the paralegals, said it, it, uh, the DV comes from how the officer – what statute the officer chooses – use, because sometimes there's more than one statute to cover the same uh, offense. And so this this officer happened to... Hold that to- thought here.
0: The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. How is it a phone harassment charge involving strangers on the radio can be charged as a domestic violence charge? More coming up here. It's Free Talk Live. Some of you asked, and now we've delivered. LRN.FM's live Keene New Hampshire studio shows are now streamed in HD on Twitch. Visit our channel at twitch.lrn.fm and give it a follow. If you have Amazon Prime, you get one free subscription on Twitch. If you use it on our channel, Twitch will give LRN.FM a monthly piece of your Prime subscription cost. So please watch, follow, share, and subscribe to twitch.lrn.fm. That's twitch.lrn.fm. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial on in here toll-free. Bring in whatever you want. Our number is 855-453. That's 855-450-3733. We do have a Twitch channel. You can watch us there. In fact, uh, Ari, you've got your own Twitch channel. I do. And a new blog. Yes. Can we promote your new blog? Absolutely. Can you tell me what the URL is? Yeah, it's
2: theanarchistshemail.com. Which you used, you used to have a shorter URL. I used to have anarchistshemail.com. But don't go
0: there because somebody else snatched yeah, it up. They're
2: trying to sell cards or something. Yeah. You know. Cards?
0: Yeah. So for for a time, you had this old blog and you've now relaunched it, right. basically. Does it have all the old back content on it? It does. From, okay. Going
2: back three years, there's 400 or somewhere around there. How many posts? posts? Wow. Wow. Well, yeah. Right on.
0: So you actually wrote a really interesting piece uh, over the weekend uh, because you and I went to the Republican meeting and Mark, you suspiciously were absent uh, from it. But uh, Ari and I were there and uh, I got to say thank you for your service. I was because, uh, you know, I wrote an article, which you actually linked to, about mm-hmm. the libertarians losing their ballot access and Did a lot of the free staters have it right, the idea of why bother with the Libertarian Party? Why not infiltrate the two big parties? After all, that's
1: what's so frustrating. (laughs) The most famous guy in Keene and a uh, transsexual with bright red hair. (laughs) You didn't infiltrate anything.
0: I didn't say we were infiltrating it, dude.
1: The word infiltrate was used. (laughs) You can't, right.
0: We can't infiltrate anything in Keene, okay? (laughs) What I was talking about is the rest of New Hampshire, okay, where they have infiltrated to some extent, right? You know, a lot of them have kept quiet about their their true libertarian beliefs. Uh-huh. I don't agree with that particular um, approach. I think you shouldn't keep quiet about your beliefs if you believe in in liberty, and you and I certainly aren't going to when no, when talked not. to about that. We we stayed seated during the uh, Pledge of Allegiance, followed up by, as I think you described <laughs> it, an actual hymn. Yes, it was
1: absolutely a hymn. <laughs> what was the
2: hymn? And,
0: My country tis. this one guy's One and and guy I it starts it on re- singing that in the whole room.
2: And I have it over. on record, but it was absolutely a hymn, and the reason I said that is because when it ended, you could hear just one woman say out loud, Amen. Amen. <laughs> It's like a forty-five second long clip at the very yeah. beginning, and it's
0: just so you did a great write-up of your experience at a Republican meeting for the presumably the first time. I've never been to one of these things before I've never December, been to one. so this was my second one. Um, and I got to say, I was pleasantly surprised of the uh, the warm welcome that uh, that we received. I didn't know exactly what to expect. Um, you know, they a lot of them obviously knew who I am, Mark, but uh, oh yeah, a number of them didn't know who you were, even though you had actually Aria challenged their candidate for sheriff in the last election in fact the sheriff was sitting right behind you and i was he uh-huh yeah <laughs> i didn't get a chance to introduce you but uh, maybe likes Rivera? no no no, no, no he's sir. a democrat this is a uh the republican the candidate sheriff candidate sheriff. sorry yeah the sheriff candidate who okay. did not win and has not won <laughs> against rivera not i was
2: curious yet. about that whether or not he
0: was there yep yep he was there interesting um so anyway we're kind of just you know Trying things from a different approach here. The, the Libertarians have uh, lost their ballot access. And you know my thought is the Republicans are particularly weak in Keene. They um, are. In, in fact, in Cheshire County in general. But uh, Keene specifically is a Democrat stronghold. They didn't even field more than one candidate for state rep. They're in basically the last... a minor party it's, in, in they, Cheshire County. The in, Libertarians uh, had more candidates in Keene than the Republicans did in 2016. Yeah. So uh, the thought was, you know what, these guys— these guys uh, – yeah, 2018, thank you. These guys need some – they need some candidates, and uh, we looked at their uh, – I looked at their code. So
1: I've brought the most reviled man in keen and a red and a bright red-headed transsexual. <laughs> <laughs> Throw flowers at my feet, ladies and gentlemen. The fact is
0: we are not too bad as far as like we, we kind of agree with them on a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. There's a fair amount of them who are uh, self-described libertarians. Uh, the new vice chairman of the party that was just uh, elected at this meeting is a self-described libertarian. Um, he came up to me at a candidate's event that they had in Walpole. Where Did you he scream it be- at he's
1: not a real libertarian? No. Okay.
0: Um, what would the point of that be? I don't know, but you do it on the air. Real life isn't talk radio. Okay. Mark, just so you know. Um, but anyway, he came up and uh, it, it was after this candidates forum where you know, multiple candidates had presented and – I'm, you know, getting some snacks afterwards. It's kind of the the part where people can talk to one another after the the forum. He came up specifically to talk to me. Uh, he'd moved to New Hampshire from New Jersey and uh, you know, self described as a libertarian, but got involved in the Republicans. And there were at least a couple of folks or a few folks in that room that would probably uh, describe similarly. So I have to say I'm a little optimistic uh, for you know this this different strategy of getting involved in the other two parties. It's the thing that the libertarians hate is when the Republicans uh, and Democrats infiltrate the Libertarian Party. But here we've got good enough numbers to where we can infiltrate their parties. And why shouldn't we? They've already built the infrastructure. You know, let's put it to use.
1: They're certainly keeping uh, the Libertarians out. So, um, you know, you could either stay out and complain about being kept out or you can get in. And and the fact uh, is
0: people blindly vote their party. It's just I wish, you know, people would pay attention, but they don't. So they just blindly vote for whoever's got the Republican or Democrat. The ultimate, uh, I think, challenge is to have liberty-minded folks on both of the main political parties, meaning having elections where both the Republican and the Democrat are actual libertarians. It has happened once or twice so far, but it needs to happen like— in a third of the elections or something like that. Awesome. So we need more people moving here. Go to move.shiresociety.com. You can learn about the New Hampshire Freedom Migration. We got a new guy that just showed up at Social Sundays last night. Uh, lit, just bought a house in the region, which is great. Free Talk Live. longtime listener of Free Talk Live. Amplifier of the show. Great. Uh, great guy. He he came out last night. And uh, there's another couple that's moving into Keene next week. So it's, it's happening. Uh, we just need more people to move sooner. Let's go back to David. He is uh, talking about his charge of a domestic violence violence-related charge for calling a talk show. And you were giving us uh, the explanations you've been hearing as to why this was charged as a domestic violence. So go ahead.
9: Yeah. And this is just one small little segment in the overall case. And the, the theme here is to demonstrate the nonstop chain of errors that your, that your government makes uh, every time you do the simplest of transa- transactions with them. So the, I got two different explanations depending on whether I talked to the, Depending on who I'm talking to. And the, the first one was that the, the, the officer, when he writes it up, he has to pick a statute because sometimes there's more than one statute that covered the same offense. And so um, one ex- the first explanation was that the officer picked, uh, went to the DV uh, code and picked the telephone harassment from the DV code, and therefore it falls under, under DV. And then when I when I talked to the – and that may be true, um, but then when I talked to the public defender, the attorney uh, himself, uh, I found out some more things, and that's that that uh, there's actually a history here. The, the public defenders themselves once formally went to the judges of the Metro, Metro Court, Metropolitan Court in Albuquerque, and confronted them on the fact that, um, you know, why are you putting these, these uh, charges under domestic violence where, when there's no – uh, uh incident of domestic violence that has occurred and and the judges come back with uh, uh one we're not gonna change it because if if we put the, the these cases that need that need to uh be uh on on a court of record because the metropolitan court handles traffic tickets, things that were the the record is not actually engaged, you know, there's no record of the hearing, um no recording, no transcription, what? and that kind of thing.
0: There's a what, courtroom yeah, with no record?
9: Yeah, you have what's called a, a courts of record, and and then courts that are not courts of record, and
1: um, stunning the lower level stuff. You know, pardon? Stunning.
0: I've never heard the of this lower, before. Is this a yeah, New well, Mexico look, 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 specific thing?
1: Um,
9: I doubt it. I doubt it. Hard I, to I find think stenographers. That, yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> pardon? Hard to find
9: stenographers. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think that this is, uh, you know, everywhere. Um, probably uh, there, there may be venues, uh, states where every court is a court of record. So what's that I have to do with DV? Because,
1: they want well, to make sure the, that it's the, written apparently down and
9: recorded. In their, it, uh, in their, in their record-keeping system, if, if there is something that they want to be for sure uh, uh, indicated as that it needs to be a, a on the record uh, proceeding that if they use the DV classification, that will ensure that it uh, gets recorded. They'll get an actual
0: court stenographer in there to, to do... I'm, I I would be shocked to find out there's not an audio recording of every single court hearing that happens in uh, in New Mexico. Thank you for the call tonight, David. Uh, but then again, you know, the government has certainly been shocking in a lot of ways. Uh, but that would be a real surprise. It's not see.
1: that hard to find somebody who do transcripts from recording. I thought all courts were on the
0: record, meaning recorded in some way. We're coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Moments remain here. Maybe enough time for you. If you dial in now, our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. Also, the Discord on-air call-in-line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. Plus, thank you to Purple Lotus, who is a Free Talk Live silver amplifier and one of the newer uh, Free Talk Live amplifiers. We're getting down to the, uh, the, the final... Few of the newest because we've been going in order, right? J- roughly, we've been going sort of from the oldest of the amplifiers. Mm-hmm. That's where we started, and all the way down to the most newest ones. So we're on the final uh, few of the uh, the list of less than there's only less than two hundred amplifiers. So thank you to everybody who amps the show. You guys make uh, guys and gals make a huge difference here to free talk live making it possible for us to do outreach to new radio stations i was on the phone with uh, a few of them today and i did confirm the news about our new affiliate i think i can make a mention of it here but i'm not going to officially announce them until saturday night but we are now on in another top 10 market washington dc we are on market seven saturday nights in the belly of the beast now it's not live one hour will be during our live show.
1: It will, but not, it will be not be a the live, live hour. content. Yeah, it'll be delayed yeah. by. Uh, so
0: two
1: if hours. you can imagine, the seven to ten show yep. is delay is played from nine nine to, to one a.m. One and there's another hour from Friday. And so the there. first hour will be heard. While we're on the third hour, Correct.
0: so we may get some calls in that uh, that third hour on Saturday night from Delaware. Washington D.C. Confused, maybe outraged Trump, outraged Trump himself <laughs> will find Free Talk Live because I've heard that he listens to the radio. I've heard he listens to talk radio, so uh, it could happen. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, I'm I'm for it, <laughs> and I thought it was great that on uh, it wasn't my plan necessarily, but it just so happened that on Saturday night this weekend. The if first he calls night, in,
1: I'm going to ask him for a pardon for Ross Albrecht.
0: There you go. It's a great idea. Uh, the, first, uh, the first night we were on the air in D.C., which was this past Saturday, of course, we were talking about the government shutdown and, you know, trashing on the government. So it was a perfect uh, first, you know, first episode to be in the belly of the beast. Anyway, that's the Free Talk Live Amp program helped make this happen. And uh, so please become a Free Talk Live amplifier like Purple Lotus uh he or she i'm not sure is doing it for five bucks your damn business five bucks a (laughs) month uh amplifier that's the silver level you can do more if you want but uh, we really appreciate it and you'll get a little bit you know some perks some benefits you can get the full list of what those are over at amp.freetalklive.com we've also got one of the uh, benefits is we don't ask you your pronouns you can sign up for, <laughs> uh, you can use PayPal, you can use credit card, you can use Bitcoin BTC. Once again, it's amp.freetalklive.com. To the phones here, to the Discord, on-air calling lines uh, over where Bad Slave is. Hello, Bad Slave, in New Hampshire. Howdy. Hey, you're on the air. Are, are you getting an echo
10: from me anymore? Um, no, oh, it, doesn't it doesn't seem,
0: seem like, like it. it. it no, yes, it it's, right. yeah, it's there. It's kind of in the in the background. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry.
10: Anyway, I... I have a uh, proposal uh, and that is that uh, anybody who chooses not to vote actually legitimately and effectively uh removes consent
0: oh that'd be great unfortunately the government doesn't care
10: yeah i mean that, that sounds well, awesome but I, we can we can
1: pass that as legislation can we not i guess you could try no, hold on i know you No, you can't because you're not gonna vote
4: <laughs>
10: <laughs> okay. No, no, no. That what you do is you set up the requirement for a, a quorum of 75 or 80%, you know, before you reach uh the uh, circumstances of of actually consenting
1: but what i'm saying bad slave is is that um for those those that choose not to vote for principled reasons are a loud bunch and they will often um you know make their point over and over again without actually driving it home which i find fascinating but i would ask how do you possibly think that anybody's going to care about any legislation for people who choose not to vote? I'm for this and will immediately stop voting as soon as um, stopping voting withdraws consent. But Me too, I'll man, tell I'm you out. this, there ha- uh, slavery has existed for as long as the agrarian revolution has, and the masters didn't care whether you consented or not.
10: We could also go ahead and just put a checkbox in there that says "I do not consent" and then not vote anywhere else. <laughs> That'd be awesome.
0: You know, I've tried to tell judges uh, that I don't consent, and I've tried to bring up the uh, New Hampshire. How many Article days in 10. jail
1: did you get for that? I don't know if I got jail for that. One, got ninety for.
0: Um, I got three it. instances of contempt of court <laughs> in one particular case. I
1: don't consent. <laughs> By under under what power do you tell me to sit down?
0: <laughs> yeah, one of them was because I didn't sit down fast enough. Another one was because I wouldn't answer the question of whether or not I could um, uh, pay the fine. That was being assessed against me. And I forget what the third one was for.
1: Hey, thanks for bat the call, Slave. slave.
0: I, am, I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: I am totally for this proposal of you know the option to opt out. But that's not how yeah. government works. Yeah,
0: they don't care. It says it in the Constitution that its government is by the consent of the governed. Yeah. Although it does say that good government, in, at least in the New Hampshire Constitution, it says good government is uh, by the consent of the governed. I'm paraphrasing. That's right. Which what it means it says. that
1: they don't necessarily have to provide you with good government, right? Yeah, they're not good. <laughs> right. they're, they're evil. <laughs> it's just um, government.
0: Uh, And I've tried to tell them I don't consent. I've tried to bring up the New Hampshire Article 10, which is the article of the Bill of Rights here in the New Hampshire Constitution that enshrines your right to revolution. It's actually in there. It's a really great uh, well-written article. (laughs) And, uh, you know... You're found guilty anyway, so it's like you, they don't care what it says. You'd have to take it all the way to the Supreme Court, and then of course they'd be like, "Well, it only applies if blah 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 blah," and then they'd put all these provisions. I'd be very
1: curious as to what it, what what are the um, applications here? Exactly, yeah. what does it mean?
0: Yeah. Hire an attorney. And and go how
1: can for- I go? Um, you know, ten the ten A here in New Hampshire and uh, opt out of whatever it is that they're they're talking about.
0: A lot of people would like that question answered, but at least one good question was answered by a, a district chief judge patty saris in massachusetts recently the story from the washington times where she ruled that americans have a right to secretly record public officials including police when they're engaged in their government duties the massachusetts law that bans secret recordings she said violates the first amendment when it comes to government employees rejecting the state's claims that officials need some space to be able to operate without having to worry about being monitored she wrote quote (laughs) This is you laugh, but that's and honestly, their their claim I here in New Hampshire it. too, because Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Illinois, I think, are the three three of the worst states with these uh, all parties must consent style wire so called wiretapping laws. The judge wrote quote That's not this is not to say that police and government officials have no privacy interests. However, the diminished privacy interests of government officials performing their duties in public must be balanced by the First Amendment interest of news gathering and information dissemination. She ruled in favor of two sets of plaintiffs. One of which regularly live streamed video of police officers performing their duties, and the other, James O'Keefe, whose project Veritas specul- uh, specializes in catching public policy figures saying embarrassing things, usually with hidden cameras. We've had him on. I don't recall Was that it O'Keefe. I thought we had him on. Maybe you had him on your your no. podcast. I don't. I've never interviewed that guy. Okay. "Quote: The impact of this win will ripple throughout the nation," said O'Keefe. "It will set historic precedent and keep citizen journalism alive in all fifty oh, states." This
1: is veritas. I'm sorry, I got him confused with somebody else. Yeah.
0: State Attorney General's office did not respond to the comment or request for comment. Massachusetts law. In 1968 was enacted a general ban on taping, wire, and oral communications with the legislature saying it was concerned the proliferation of modern electronic surveillance devices was a danger to citizens' privacy. So once again, a law was passed with good intentions. The idea behind the wiretapping laws originally was, Aria, if you are on a phone call, you know, back in the day when you only had a phone line that you could use, you're on a phone line with Mark You think you're having a private conversation with one another, and I'm out listening at your junction box, right? Like I've tapped in or somehow have tapped into that conversation. You don't know that I'm there. Neither of you knows that I'm there listening. That's the classic example of wiretapping to say that. Somebody said, hey, that ought to be illegal. Yeah, even if you're the government. Exactly. Yes. Well, of course, there's exemptions carved, carved out for governments in these wiretapping okay. laws. Um, but,
1: uh, but the government, it uses these laws for themselves. They sure do. So if I call um, a, you know, a government agent and I'm recording the call and uh, every time I say this call is being recorded, they hang up on me. So I don't say that. And then I get uh, the audio. Then I've broken the law.
0: It's crazy, uh, these wiretapping laws, and luckily most states aren't like Massachusetts and, and New Hampshire in, in these ways. Most states, and the federal laws, as I understand it, are what they call one-party consent. Meaning, Aria, if you are on the phone with Mark and you're secretly recording the conversation, in most places, that's legal. Yeah. In, it was legal in Mississippi. Yeah. In Massachusetts, New, New Hampshire, and I believe Illinois, and there may be another – don't quote me on this, I'm not an attorney uh, – check your own local laws – but uh, in these states, both parties must know of the recording. all parties effectively to a conversation. if there was a third party then that third party would also need to know. So they all have to agree. So what this judge is saying is there's a carve out and it's for government officials doing their their public duties. So this is great news. Now this is just a federal uh, court. it's not Supreme Court, so it only probably affects whatever district Massachusetts is in uh, would be my guess. I suspect New Hampshire's in that in that district, but honestly, I don't pay attention to. Whose states are in or in what districts? So that's a little bit of good news. We'll keep our eyes on the story. If you hear anything else before we do, let us know by calling in and joining us here on Free Talk Live. Join us online, FreetalkLive.com. Is spreading the message of liberty, cryptocurrency, and peace around the globe worth two dollars per month to you? As you may already know, in addition to our internet feed, LRN.fm broadcasts on free-to-air satellite across North and Central America, as well as Sub-Saharan Africa. And we've been available on satellite for free 24-7 since 2010. The LRN.FM free-to-air satellite signal is reaching some of the most oppressive regimes in the world, and there's no doubt our ideas are making an impact. You can learn more about the channel's impact by watching the 3-minute video at fund.lrn.fm. If you'd like to help free minds globally with our ideas of liberty, cryptocurrency, and peace, you can donate as little as $2 per month via fund.lrn.fm. You can help us continue and expand our satellite broadcast to multiple continents. Visit fund.lrn.fm today and thank you for your help. Don't forget to share the link on social media. That's fund.lrn.fm.